episode 183, PS Nation Podcast. How's it going, everybody? With you once again, Mr. Joel Scherfinski with even a sexier voice. How's it going, That's dude? right. New oh, and improved for y'all. I, I, I am not a gay man, but I'm getting turned on. <laughs> and also, the man that can't find the bottle opener and the reason that we're 20 minutes late recording, Mr. Josh Langford. How's it going, sir? I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, th- I think we're going to be talking about a lot of move stuff again this week since we've had more more time with it and you guys finally have it in your hands, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of fun stuff and uh, a few things that we can talk about again this week. So I'll just run down what we're going to talk about and then I'll get through the regular stuff and we can get on with this show, with this shindig. Uh, we got the new releases, an Extra Life update. Actually, do have a little bit of an update for that. A few news items, what we're playing, uh, kind of a, with the what we're playing, we'll move it into what they've been playing on Move, and we'll talk about a few more titles. Uh, the winner of the Hot Shots Tennis UMD contest, and also we'll go through some of the entries to find out why you should have this game instead of Josh. And we got some funny entries, so really nice stuff. And uh, emails and a voicemail, we'll kind of move all that into itself. See, I just keep saying move, and I'm not even trying to. A little weird. So <laughs> let's get through the regular shit real quick. A lot of different ways you can contact us and get a hold of us and find us. First off, you can email us at podcast at psnation.org. Or if you go to psnation.org, which I highly suggest because we've been putting a lot of stuff on the website lately, like an interview with Kyle Schubel for Kills on 3. Of course, uh, done lovingly by our very, very good friend, Amanda Brockman. You might know her as Amped from the first season of The Tester. Uh, she, she interviewed Kyle for us on camera. You can, uh, oh gosh, what else we have up there? Spider, Spider-Man Shadowed, uh, or Shattered Dimensions Review. Uh, Josh has been putting up these 15th, PlayStation 15th anniversary articles. Uh, all kinds of stuff. My, my Sports Champions Review. Tons and tons of stuff. And now that our web host isn't crashing every other day, we'll be ready to go. Sorry about that last week, by the way, if you couldn't get to something. Our web host went down three times because of power outages. So apparently they only have one UPS. Uh, you can also go to the website, though, and on the right side of the screen, if you look over on the right, you'll see the Contact Us area, and you can click on that, and it'll actually let you send an email that way. Or if you s- hit the Call Us button, that will let you put your phone number in. It will call you, and you can leave us a voicemail that way. Or you can call our regular voicemail line, which is 715-502-9773. Standard long-distance rates apply. Or if you have Skype, you can just connect up and call WDT-Torgo. Also, don't forget to look for us on Facebook under PS Nation Podcast. Join that group. I, we might be at 1,000. I have to look. Uh, also, don't forget to look for us on Twitter. we got three different accounts out there. PJF Josh, Five Spot Joel, and, of course, the main account, PS3 Nation. Don't forget to look at our forums and all of the other podcasts in the podcast network over at VGEVO.com. If you uh, want to find a game to play with somebody else, you're pretty much going to be able to find somebody else that wants to play a game online there. And uh, last but not least, the cool and awesome streaming podcast network, FuriousGamer.com. Check out the website at FuriousGamer.com. Also, if you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch for 99 cents in the App Store, grab the app and you can stream those shows from pretty much wherever you are. Bookmark things, look up certain games, even if multiple shows cover it, all kinds of cool stuff. And also, this is going to be changing very soon because Mark and I already worked on some stuff a little bit. And I think we're going to have some black shirts pretty soon. And uh, also some other stuff that we can reveal pretty soon when our new episode in Home comes out. 
uh, zazzle.com slash psnation. That is zazzle, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com slash psnation. Check out all of our cool stuff there. Uh, but we are going to be putting some new stuff up very, 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 very soon. Also, don't forget our sponsor, our awesome sponsor. Uh, of course, audible.com is amazon.com's uh, audible book site where you can go get all these audiobooks. And uh, if you go to our uh, little link over there, which is audiblepodcast.com slash psnation, when you sign up for the 14-day trial, you get a free book out of the deal, and you get to keep it even if you don't keep the account, which is very different from some of the other offers out there. So pretty cool. Oh, all right, Joel. Bring it on down like Barry White. I'm going to turn the lights down here a little bit, maybe light a candle. Because uh, this is a pretty long list, but uh, let's, let's hear some new releases, sir. Yeah, where did all these new releases come from? Holy fuck. The so drop is huge. It sure oh, is. Dude, no. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was doing today too you must be looking at this one <laughs> well before i begin i wanted to uh admit that i you know i take this show very seriously obviously so i <laughs> i had some i had some surgery over the weekend i've gotten my voice professionally lowered <laughs> so i'm putting my best foot forward i figured i would you know just kind of enhance my current speaking voice. I just took it down a, a notch. Goddamn, that's hot. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was some kind of implants or something. You had me worried there. <laughs> no, that's, that's phase implants. two. That's phase two of this surgery I'm working on. He's just so, trying to It's all part now. of a master plan. That's right. Joel <laughs> on a stick plan. is coming to reality. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> so, so bear with me. Doctor says it's going to take a little while to heal. I'm a little scratchy right now. Yeah, you might hear him coughing up a lung in a little bit. Right, that's all part of the after effect of the surgery. So. Exactly. So bear with me. All right. <laughs> FIFA Soccer 11 comes out on the PS3 this week. Oh, boy. So that's, uh, that's one that I think everybody's excited about, right, Josh? Indeed. Gee, I wonder who's going to review that. I've got to find out if we're getting it. I didn't realize it was coming out so soon. <laughs> <laughs> you so can have it if you got the NHL one done by then. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. shit, Sherlock. Uh, did you play the demo yet? Of no. NHL 11? No, FIFA 11. <laughs> There's a no, demo. I didn't actually. The no. demo was really good. Like, because, I mean, I'm not a big soccer guy, but I still understand it a little bit, and I used to play all the SNES ones and everything. And I played that South Africa one before I sent it to you, and you know I enjoyed it, but it it had those little hitches every now and then, you know, and everything else. Dude, this game is really good. Like silky smooth, controls really well, looks great, sounds great. The demo's impressive. Just saying. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, well, I saying. hope they send it to us. Me too. <laughs> it's actually available across all three PlayStation platforms. So it's out next week on the PS3, obviously, the PSP, and the PS2. Also wow. out on all three, Rapala's Pro Bass Fishing 2010. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have that for review. <laughs> move support? Move support? Uh, it Come does on. have move support. That's why we're getting nice. it. Nice. They actually, it, it comes bundled. I don't know if we're going to get this, but... They have a bundle at Best Buy, I know, that actually has a, a fishing rod attachment. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Can really Got to play reach. that for extra life. There you go. Live the old Dreamcast glory days. Mm-hmm. We should do a competition like that so you can get the biggest fish. <laughs> <laughs> the P- 
FPS nation anglers. <laughs> Winner gets a 10 minute nap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also next week, Dead Rising 2. Both a uh, regular edition for 60 bucks and a collector's edition, which has all sorts of collector items Ooh. for $80. Dude, uh, damn it. I have to play the first one still. <clears throat> no, you don't. Are yeah, you going to play the one that bridges them, too? Because there's a downloadable Yeah, title. see, I'm never going to get to two. <laughs> That's the thing. So I guess Joel will be reviewing this? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I need to play the first two. The, it's called the bridge del- and, yeah. It's called Delegation. We'll find somebody. Wait, what, what happened to the one that bridge? Isn't, oh, that's coming with two, isn't it? No. no that was uh, Xbox that was 360 Xbox exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Although it gives you what? five hours of gameplay for a $5 download. Well, no, wait a second. We said, on stage, didn't EA no, show that off? EA. They said. Dead Rising's Capcom. You're oh, Dead, Dead, Space. oh, Dead Rising, Dead Rising. I'm thinking Dead Space. Oh, oh my God. Snap. All right. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> it's been I know, a actually, long I know, actually, I made the same mistake. So. Yeah. Well, who wants Dead to help me rising. pronouncing the next one? Does anybody know how to say that? Uh, it's That's Atelier right. Rorona. Let me make it sound so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Atelier Rorona, the alchemist of Ireland. So you did it fine. Fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's fabulous. It's gonna Atlas. be sweet. I saw the Dragon Con. Hello, Rorona. One game I'm not so sure of its fabulousness is the Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock. Well, also coming out next week. I'm taking Dude. one for the team because I'll be reviewing that. That's out already. Yeah. Wow. You know, All right. You know well, s- enjoy your quest mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we we. I confirmed today that we're getting that for review, so I'm taking one for the team. You know, the set list isn't half bad. It's got some good heavy heavier tunes on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw so. 13 songs on the set list. I want to play. <laughs> Silver lining. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of which, they had the set list for SingStar Dance Out. Oh God. I did not see one single song on there that I even want to sing. Nope. You know what's really funny? Uh, they had it at PAX. Man, we're never going to get through the show tonight. Uh, they had it at PAX, and, and we got to take a look at it. And he, they were trying to get me to play it. And I'm like, listen, I don't dance. That's, that's just one thing that, that's a constant <laughs> in the universe. I don't dance. So he, he wouldn't even show us the whole playlist at first. He's like, well, they don't really want us to show the whole playlist. I'm like, I don't care. So then I'm like, I'll sing. I'll sing and sing star. So we started looking through the playlist. I'm like, yeah, I'm not singing any of these. <laughs> there was like Backstreet yeah. Boys. And uh, uh, there actually yeah. was one that I could probably get away with singing, but that was that was iffy at best. I mean, it's all literally, it's just all boy band, Britney Spears kind of, you know, dancey pop music. That's all it is. Yep. I told Lou she's going to have to sing it and then I'm going to have to dance. Oh, my God. You better appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. I, I, ugh. yeah. But I'm assuming we're getting a review copy, so uh, I guess I'll be doing the dancing. <laughs> oh, jeez. I just had a visual of Josh, like, uh. like uh, fame, the white sheet in front of him, <laughs> shadow dancing, some water coming. <laughs> it's called Moomin Shanks. Trejali, Coco. Trejali. Oh <laughs> All right. I'm going to get through this now. Front Mission Evolved. Uh, we're getting next one week of those as well. <laughs> God damn it. 
we're all going to quit our jobs here and start reviewing Luckily, games for Extra a Life is coming, so we, we can really bang a lot of these out. Yeah, I said bang. <laughs> Battle versus chess. Huh. Yeah. All right. Get fit with Mel B, which is a move <laughs> title. <laughs> and Joel will be reviewing that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Kidding. <laughs> oh, I'd probably rather review this one. My Sims Sky Heroes. What? Yeah, no, I don't want to review either one of those. That comes out next week. Wow. And then uh, that's it. A couple games on the PSP and the PS2 as well. I mentioned them earlier. FIFA and the Pro Bass Fishing. Indeed. Lots of stuff coming out. Lots of stuff last week with all the move titles and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And there's some really kick-ass move titles coming soon, like The Shoot and... Time Crisis, especially those two are just yeah. I'm really and excited. PSN's not slowing down either. It's getting Fuck crazy me. on there. Do we know if the uh, if the U.S. version of Time Crisis has all three games on it? Yes, it does. Nice. All yes, right. I'm getting that definitely. <clears throat> yeah, you missed it too because Amazon had a a deal on it a couple days ago where I think you got like a ten or twenty dollar gift card when you bought it. What? I missed it too. Yeah, I missed Fuck. it too. Yeah, it pissed me off. Oh, yeah, I'm usually on those Amazon deals. Damn yeah, it. me too. So, uh, extra life. Couple, couple quick things. Uh, the the sports bundle, or the sports champions bundle for Move. That's our, one of our main prizes. Is actually showing up tomorrow. Yay! Uh, we're also getting a lot more stuff from Sony. Sony is like going all out for us this year. It's pretty freaking awesome, actually. Unfortunately, I don't know what they're sending, but they keep saying that they're going to send all this cool stuff. So, which they've already done. I mean, we've got a ton of stuff from Sony. Uh, we we actually have 84 prizes right now, which blows the doors out of last year. I think we only had in the 50s last year. So 84 prizes on-premises right now, and uh, more to come. And I'm still bugging some people, so pretty god darn awesome. Uh, we've had a lot of donations already, and like I said, you don't have to wait until that day. As soon as you sent your donation in, you are on the list for the raffle tickets. And uh, like I said... The only reason I say this is because some people did this last year, but if you decide to donate multiple times, that will all accumulate, so you're not going to be separated, uh, so you get the better number of raffle tickets, because when you go higher up, you actually get a bigger amount, percentage-wise. Uh, yeah, so pretty crazy stuff. Uh, we're trying to get our list together of what we're going to try to play, because uh, actually Medal of Honor comes out three days or four days before... Uh, Extra Life. So I guarantee you I'm going to be playing Medal of Honor online that day. I guarantee it. So if you've got Medal of Honor and you want to play online, I'm sure we'll have a full server going most of the time. Uh, <laughs> oh, Joel's dying. Oh my god. Sorry. Call Mark. Oh, I mean, uh, hey Joel. How's it going? Doctor said I had to let that out every few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Man. if I disappear... It's because the sky just opened up here about 10 minutes ago, and there's lightning and thunder and insane heavy rain, and it's really crazy here at the moment. So, Well, what's even better is you're getting a ton of shit on Twitter for uh, me saying that you couldn't find your bottle opener. Yeah, I know. I hate you uh, all. Now Green Marine just popped up and said, call him a Nancy boy on the podcast. Nancy boy! <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Gone, Gone Golfing says, what teeth? Isn't he a hockey guy? He shouldn't have teeth. <laughs> yeah but i'm a goalie you know so i have the full mask so i do still have the teeth <laughs> oh crap uh actually so what else uh well don't forget october 16th 
get over to psnation.org. There's a uh, link on the right side. You'll see a big banner for Extra Life. Hit that. All the details are there. We're going to actually put some pictures up of the uh, the TE stick that Scott Sauer is building from scratch for this thing, or not from scratch, but modifying. Uh, I think it's going to be, be able to go on both systems. Uh, they've got the details over on their site, so I'm actually going to copy that stuff and put it on ours and vice versa because we're, we're, we're playing with uh, the guys from Gamers Only Alder. We're, we're kind of teaming up with them. and un- <laughs> Even though it pisses off all the Canadians that, that uh, are in our community, uh, Scott decided to call us VG Evo North. So <laughs> we don't, the Canadians like, what are we going to call ourselves? And we said, who cares? So uh, VG Evo North, that's what we're calling ourselves, but we are part of VG Evo as a whole. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff over on VG Evo as well. A lot of the podcasts are getting involved. Uh, Expletive Deleted, Interactive Distractions. Uh, I I think that On Tap can't do it this year. I believe he's working or something or he can't get out of it. Uh, but a lot of the podcasts are doing it. I know Game Crashers are. And I think Down... Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Down 248X is doing it as well. So uh, very, very cool. And again, we're playing for Children's Miracle Network. There's over 180 hospitals in this network. So pretty much... If you're living around, even out of the country from what I found out, you probably have a CMN hospital somewhere around you. So this this really helps everybody. And this is all for sick kids. And, and like I said, the great part about this one is you can have a lot of fun doing it. And if you come to us, you might win a really kick-ass prize. Uh, I added all the stuff onto the list. So if you go over to the psnation.org link, you'll see the whole prize list there for the stuff that's on the premises and that we know we have. As soon as the stuff shows up, I'll be adding some more stuff as well. Uh, including, I think, one of our listeners is sending another copy of um, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep to give away. So we'll have another copy of that for PSP. So pretty badass. <clears throat> All right, that's it for my pandering. I've begged long enough. On with the show! News. Anyone there? Anyone? Bueller? I'll talk about this first <laughs> one because I'm very, very excited about this. Uh, oh, you jerk. I already downloaded them. Ha <clears throat> <laughs> ha. So did I. Because I have PS... What? Well, it came out yesterday. Uh, yeah, but I thought they were for... Pl- oh, no. I got no, them. The price was I got less. them cheap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Mon- half Monkey Paw Games... The reason I'm really excited about this one is one of my favorite games, actually, from the PSN store in Japan. It was one of the first ones they did. If you want to do it, you Show can. Show go, go for I'll do the next one. You do this. <laughs> no, that's Mark's favorite one. Mark owns, like, almost every Show <laughs> game in the series. Swear to God. Oh, that's great. I've always had a... I've always had a fear about him. He, yeah, the import store launched this week with uh, Choaniki and Gaia Seed. And it's it's pretty cool. If you're a PlayStation Plus member, you get them half price. So that's why I grabbed both of them. I mean, three bucks each. Yeah. And they really are. They're just the straight-up Japanese games. When you look at them in your XMB, it's a yep. Japanese title with Japanese characters. <laughs> so if you didn't have the little icon showing the box art, you wouldn't even know what the hell it is. <laughs> um, yeah. So what Shoniki is, if you don't know, Shoniki is this really long-running series of, and I'll explain shmups again, but it's a shmup. Actually, both these games are shmups. Uh, shmups yeah. are shoot-em-ups, like Gradius, R-Type, those kind of things where you have a little spaceship, and you're either flying left to right or from the bottom up, uh, shooting a bunch of stuff. And uh, Shoniki is this weird effing series that, I mean, there's a, Sh- a Shoniki on the Turbo Graphics all the way back, and it's really homoerotic. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, the, the ship is two dudes that are spinning, like, 
it's really hard to explain. Go to go to YouTube if you want, and it's uh, C H O, and then the second word is A N I K I. I would strongly recommend not watching that at work, just because if somebody walks by and sees it, they're probably going to think something different of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a strip straight to HR, yo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that nothing. Was... There aren't like wangs hanging out or anything, but it's as close as possible to being something. Well, really disgusting. Actually, there's that. Yeah, yeah it yeah. does get. There's stuff that comes, but uh, yeah, the, you guys were all playing it, at, or somebody was playing it at Mark's house at MGC two years ago, and yeah. I filmed that and put that up on. Uh, That's right. Who on was YouTube. playing that? That might because have been. I was me in shock. <laughs> that might have been me. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So, Shoney, this is cool. the PS1 version, and uh, Gaia Seed's actually a great game from Technosoft. Uh, very reminiscent of Gates of Thunder, actually, but it's it's another horizontal shmup. Uh, some of the ship designs and everything look, look surprisingly like Gate of Thunder from the Turbo Graphics, uh, but it's actually an above average shmup. I really like it. Uh, stuff gets you can lose some stuff in the backgrounds every now and then, but overall it's yeah. actually really good. And six bucks, yeah, my I, god! I played it earlier tonight, and it really, it's very easy to lose yourself and lose what's going on with the, some of the backgrounds that are going on in there. Yeah. But the kind of the neat thing, actually, I went in and I looked at the manual, and of course, it's the Japanese manual, so everything's in <laughs> Japanese. So really, they did nothing. They just brought the Japanese game and dropped it on the US PSN, which is cool. I mean, at least they're bringing them over. Exactly. You know? they, give you a, they give you a URL on the store, too. Go to this website if you want to be able to translate what these menu oh, screens cool. mean. Yeah. Yeah, monkeypaw.com or something like that. Oh, very nice. Yeah, they're the guys that uh, that are releasing them. Um, that's really cool. But, um, yeah, the, the thing with Gaia Seed, the funny thing with it is there's a voiceover throughout the beginning of it, and it's in English. All in English. And there's all these Japanese subtitles. Because yep. <laughs> yeah. it's a Japanese game. And I was like, hey, wait, he's speaking He's speaking English, isn't he? Oh, sweet. <laughs> I'm not sure. Hold on. And but yeah, was... with the... Go ahead. I was going to say, the, the one thing you have to remember, though, with these Japanese games is uh, the uh, circle and X are reversed yeah. for the most part. <laughs> most and if time, you've yeah. played Final Fantasy VII, you'll, you'll realize that. But, you know, they're Japanese games, so... You'll you'll pick it up. I mean, there's no really way to know it unless you just play with the buttons and kind of figure it out. But the, you'll the figure gr- it out if you. The buy great it. thing about this is this is what everybody's been wanting since day one. We don't care if they're translated or not. A lot of the people that care about getting these games from Japan know they're not going to be translated anyway. Uh, Gaia Seed, especially, and and they have a few up on the PSN store that are actually quite rare. I mean, they're they're very hard to find games. And Gaia Seed, if you look on eBay, that game goes for hundreds of dollars. And don't forget, you can still play this on your PSP as well. So you're getting a great deal for 6 bucks, and it's a really good game. And I applaud Monkey Paw Games for, for publishing these things over here and getting this started. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a couple other ones like Gaijin Games. Uh, you know, Victor Ireland is working on some stuff to bring over as well. And I'm really, really happy that this is happening. So uh, please support it. Make it happen because we're going to get some really kick-ass games from Japan. Uh, that you've made have never seen over here before, and that kicked the ass of a lot of the stuff that's over here. So very excited. Uh, all right, Joel, you got anything on that one? You don't care, do you? They're shmups. <laughs> I love shmups. You don't like shmups. Yes, I do. <laughs> Smarty pants. <laughs> have you ever played either of these? No. Yeah. 
No. <clears throat> well, we'll have to get you involved with those. Especially Shoaniki. We'll, we'll introduce you to that yeah. series. Yeah. Only like, what, five ninety nine on PSN? And then like yeah. three ninety nine if you got your Plus yeah. subscription? Yep. I think they were two ninety nine with Plus. You know, there's one reason, one really specific reason why I'm considering Plus. But we'll get into that later. Oh, all right. Uh, the next one, this uh, this was shown off at TGS, but Gran Turismo 5 showing off even more features, including a thing called Gran Turismo Anywhere, which is all web-based, and basically this ties right in with the game itself. So, so it's basically out on the cloud, and uh, it's a web interface into like your garage and everything else. So if you want to trade a car with somebody, you don't have to be in front of your PS3 to do so. You can actually do it right off this web page. Uh, all kinds of really cool stuff, uh, like Twitter integration, all kind, like just insane shit. Also, they were showing off a new, uh, it's a virtual car that they built from the ground up for the game called the X1, which is uh, this insane racing car, uh, which they say is freed of all technical regulations because, you know, if you're in NASCAR or anything else, they have all these regulations. You have to have certain uh, parts that build your engine and everything else, which personally I think is bullshit. The whole thing about NASCAR was who can build the fastest car. Anyway, uh, so besides that, they showed this new trailer, which showed all the weather effects. Holy balls. I mean, they were showing like this downpour of rain, and it looked like you were videotaping from inside of a car. It, it looks so realistic, it's not even funny. So, again, more and more excited about this game, and I can't wait. Oh, I want this game so bad. And uh, obviously, you know, everybody always jokes about, oh, Grand Trasma, who cares? Yeah, it's only like the best-selling series in all video games. Or at least console video games. But yeah, Just wait till it comes out. Everybody will care again. Exactly. But Forza 3 is the definitive racing game of this <laughs> well, generation. I think, I think they're making a good stab at this, and I think they're really going to try <laughs> to make a dent in what Forza 3 brought to the table. I'm hoping this is on three discs, uh, really. That's, that's what I'm really hoping for. <laughs> Well, and this is why the uh, polyphony kept going back to the drawing table, because the bar has been set so damn high. They just <laughs> got to keep working and working and plugging away. They know if they don't come out on top of their game, Forza is going to wipe them up and down the street. Big time. Big so. time. Oh, boy. <laughs> and if you don't think I'm joking, uh, you should listen to a different podcast. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Way to alienate the listeners, jerk. <laughs> yeah, way to, way to talk bad about the 360 jerk. <laughs> the three what? I don't know. The expo. <laughs> yeah, did you see that? I tweeted <laughs> yeah. about that. My Xbox <laughs> is now an expo. <laughs> you know, I, I got one of the newer Xbox 360 consoles because my other one died. Big surprise. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I've, I've taken it out of the box, set it on the shelf. I have moved it once. When my TV died the other night, I moved it to a, just test the TV. And in the process of moving it, once, the X fell off. That's awesome. <laughs> so then I take it back down to its regular location, set it back up, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait a minute. Was it always like that? The Expo. Why is there no X in the middle of Xbox 360? Why does it just say Expo 360? It's so it's, then I hit there. Did you buy a Sony there, TV, too? <laughs> exactly it's a genuine panaphonic <laughs> <laughs> so you know i guess there's worse things that can happen you know it still works that's good so far yeah anyway <laughs> right, on to the next one <laughs> there is a, a bundle coming out next week for move so far we've got the sports champions bundle this is a new one this is an ipad bundle 
which is exclusive to Toys R Us, both in the stores and online. Oh, cool. Costs the same amount, 100 bucks. Comes with pretty much everything the same. The move controller, the camera, and it's just a different game. Instead of Sports Champions, this time you get iPad. Yeah, because ping pong's cool. not for everyone. That's right. Yeah, I like that they're bundling with different items. I was shocked at how tiny the box was, though. In in yeah. all these you know, pictures, it, the box looks huge. And then when you see it, it's this little teeny tiny box. <laughs> kind of like when you take your pants off. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, we didn't have to tell everybody. <laughs> oh, like everyone didn't know. Come on. Oh, come on. I, everything that happened at E3, I thought we were keeping that to ourselves. <laughs> and then you got to cut that out, mechanical right? ball, and what happened next? <laughs> we couldn't believe. We thought we were dreaming. Or more of a nightmare. And this is why I didn't go. <laughs> yeah, remember that picture when I had the uh, had the wrestling mask on? <laughs> is that that night you made me call you the gimp? <laughs> Couldn't remember. You did look a little happy in that mask. Well, you know, uh, Torgo aims to please. <laughs> yeah, Joel on a stick got involved like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> oh, great. You better have washed that off when you were done. <laughs> <laughs> and I want a new stick, damn it. Oh, she said. All right. <laughs> Gee, it's that Choaniki. It's throwing it's us off. It's fucking us up, man. It's fucking <laughs> us up hard here. Yeah. Spinning wang is getting in the way of everything. Oh, my God. All right, Josh, on to the next spinning wang. Uh, the next is that there is a rumor for the second time in several months that there is a Mortal Kombat HD arcade collection coming to the PS3. Nice. It popped up at GameStop.com and then disappeared. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nothing I, to see here. Yeah, nothing to see Move here. Along. Nothing behind the not, behind the curtain. Nothing here. Huh? You know, but I I really don't I don't think I need it. I've got Mortal Kombat 2 on the PSN for five bucks. It's the arcade game. We've got the new Mortal Kombat coming, which looks absolutely gorgeous. I don't know if I need this. No, it, interestingly, it yeah. was just rumored to be a PS3 exclusive. Which is even funnier. Wasn't, yeah, you know, and I like this trend, the HD remake collection trend. Like, we had the God of War yeah. collection. Yeah. Obviously, Sony first party. Now we got Eco and uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Also Sony first party. But to see some of the third parties follow suit, True. I'd love to see that. True. So I think even if it's a rumor... It's just a good direction for, I like the way things are heading. Yeah, as, as part of that, actually, Splinter Cell Trilogy and Prince of Persia also popped up huh. as possible HD collections that are coming. See, now, Splinter Cell's even a bigger surprise because that's been so kind of tacked on to the Xbox name overall for a long time. I mean, you saw a couple mm-hmm. crossover, but not all of them. But the thing that confuses me about that, when I see Splinter Cell Trilogy, I think Splinter Cell 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm thinking Siphon Filter. I'm sorry. Oh, God. <sighs> Siphon, because that's PS1. I'm like, how are they going to do that? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, think, I think somebody stole your bottle, bottle opener away because you obviously are drunk already. Yeah, man, it's a rough night. I don't know. I'm obviously. confused. <laughs> taking Joel's meds? I'm cold, and there are wolves out here. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. All right. Well, last one. um, 
I stayed up really late watching the TGS uh, uh, press event at, at you know uh, online, well, which a lot of people couldn't get on the stream, which was kind of funny because I had it running and it ran great, which was even more surprising. Uh, and one of the things when they showed the PlayStation Move kind of montage video was an Ape Escape game. I was like, whoa, what the, wh- where'd this come from? Uh, so there's a new Ape Escape game coming from Konami for PlayStation Move. And I read a couple of little kind of uh, articles on it, and I see there's a trailer here, which I haven't pulled up yet. But uh, basically, I think it's a lot of mini games, and you can do like little shooting games, and also you try to capture them with a net and all kinds of stuff. But just the fact that they're doing another uh, Ape Escape game, that's pretty awesome. It's, it's kind of cool. I know, I know Mark will be happy. He's just the monkey fanatic, so it'll be pretty cool. I can't wait to try that. What's better than monkeys with big siren heads? <laughs> yeah, I love monkeys, but I tried the demos of the Ape Escapes on the PSP, and I just never really got into them. The hurt your thumb, I know that. I remember the first time I played a- the first Ape Escape on PSP, and it hurt my thumb bad because I was just moving around so damn much trying to catch one. Those monkeys are tough, especially when they're greased up. <laughs> they're wily. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a greased up monkey that can get away from me. Is it another one of those E3 stories that you haven't shared with me yet? <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you at Extra Life. <laughs> Lunch Lady Doris, have you got any grease? Yes, yes, yes I do. Yes, we do. <laughs> then grease me up, woman. <laughs> uh, all right. What we're playing, um, I don't know. Who wants to start? All right, Joel. I'll start, I guess. Since you guys are going to clam up. Clam up, boys. Uh, I actually played a lot this last week. Uh, and, and we'll move some of this stuff into when we talk about move. See, I did it again. Uh, so played some more sports champions. Not a lot, though. I really need to work on it because I'm getting uh, a lot of shit from people in terms of uh, I'm beating on the leaderboard, blah, blah, blah. Uh, also, some Modern Warfare 2. Got on and played some more of that, uh, even though my, my coworker who said that he was going to be playing all the time is never on. Uh, I went and picked up Resident Evil 5 Gold so I could try the move controls. And I'm not a big Resident Evil guy already so i was booting it up and i'm like i actually said out loud i'm not gonna like this am i <laughs> so going in, that's a good a, start yeah it wasn't a good thing uh i think the game looks great I, I actually think the story seems really cool and everything i played it for about 20 minutes and i put it down i couldn't play it i just i couldn't stand it so uh I, i'm not gonna even judge the game because it's not my type of game to begin with but you know i heard people talking about how the controls were a little wonky and they were like to aim the move controller with the crosshairs, instead of holding down the move button, you had to hold down the trigger, and then the move button fired. So you had to hold the trigger in while you fired. Uh, I that's was, wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, yeah, and then I was constantly running out of ammo, and I was and I was getting better shots this way than I would with a controller. I guarantee you, I was because the the actual tracking and everything was perfect, absolutely perfect. I was getting really finite little control or, you know, little movements and I was getting headshot after headshot after headshot and I was still running out of ammo. I didn't have enough ammo with one shot kills on every single zombie that was coming at me. Uh, and then I was saying to hold down basically L2 on the nav controller and then swipe your move controller to do the knife. Well, I could do it without holding the button in. So I, it just, what it was telling me to do and what I was doing were totally off. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the other one I tried quite a bit, actually. I tried a couple hours of the mag beta with move. 
I uh, played the Magmato without it as well, but I, I tried for a couple hours. You know, I thought SOCOM 4 worked with Move. I really, you know, I I, I, I think it's because of uh, the slower pace that, that is just inherently a part of SOCOM 4. With Mag, I had a real problem. Uh, I thought that it felt a little bit too good, to be honest, where it was tracking everything. And, and when I was trying to snipe or even when I was trying to shoot a guy with multiple shots, even any little movement was being uh, registered. So it almost seems like there needs to be some kind of a dead zone built into that so that I'm not like just constantly moving the damn thing around with every single little movement of my hand. So there you go. The tracking was too good a move. Oh, um, you're a shaky old man. Well, that too, you know. Uh, the shakes kick in if I don't have a beer every night, and, and I try to get off the wagon, and it just didn't work. So, uh, yeah, so Mag with Move, I mean, it works. It just, it's not for me. So there were some other people trying it out, too, and they were kind of having the same problems. Uh, but I, I gave it a couple hours. I, I didn't want to just try it once and throw the controllers on the ground and, you know, go home with my ball. But um, it just, it, in this instance, it just didn't work for me. Uh, so hopefully maybe when they bring up the full... Uh, the full, you know, quote unquote 2.0, it'll be fixed, but I, I don't know. Uh, and also, uh, surprise, uh, Spider Man Shattered Dimensions showed up, so I just started playing the shit out of that. Wow. Um, gorgeous game. Absolutely gorgeous game. Uh, it's four different Spider Man's. Spider Man? Spider Man's? Because he's a character, so. <laughs> <clears throat> so you've got amazing, amazing Spider Man, you know, the, the, the regular suit. You've got the ultimate Spider Man in the black suit. <clears throat> now I'm losing my voice. Uh, you've got Noir Spider-Man, which actually, artistically, I like the best. <laughs> what does he wear? Like a like a fedora and a trench coat? and Close. Very close. <laughs> so think kind of the, all the leather that you see in Sky Captain with the, the bomber jacket and everything. <clears throat> and he's got yeah. like glowing eyes because you have to be able to see where he is. Uh, and it's all, it's all okay. about stealth in that one. And then you have 2099, which... Um, is this futuristic thing? And apparently they're a all big the silver top. suit there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but the suit has like this circuitry in it, and you can always see it, like you know, the little, the little electronic thing sweeping across, whatever. But uh, gorgeous game, like really, really good looking game, and they have four voice actors that have voiced Spider-Man in different animated series and stuff, including Neil Patrick Harris, who I like that guy. So voice acting's really good overall. I mean. You've got to go back to the gay thing, don't you? Pretty much, yeah. All the time. <laughs> it's, it's all show and icky, really. Um, might as well just do it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> all the different voice actors from all the different actors. All right. Should just play that quietly in the background of the whole show. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> we haven't reached that level of technology yet. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's these four different stories in four different dimensions, basically. There's this whole storyline where you break this rock and... It opens up all these dimensions, blah, 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 blah. But uh, very iconic villains from, from the series, uh, Hammerhead and, and uh, oh, I forget the guy's name, this Russian hunter, like Killick or something. I don't know. Uh, Drago? Even Drago. I must break. <laughs> Karnov? No, is it Karnov? Wait, that's, no, a, that's a game character, fucker. But it's close. It's something like that. So anyway. Gorbachev? Uh, yeah, it's Gorbachev. You have to wipe the little thing off his head. And, <laughs> uh, but the cool, the cool part about it is, number one, the, the art style is is seriously gorgeous. Like, all the way through it, it's it, very, very good-looking game. But they have these segments where you go to kind of a first-person mode, and you get into these big fights with the bosses. 
and you grab onto them and you're using the right and left stick to kind of throw punches and everything and to dodge. And the way they did it is, is really, really cool. I mean, I, there was a couple of times where I was just going, holy crap, that's awesome. Uh, good soundtrack. The controls themselves, though, are a little stiff. Uh, the worst part of it is wall walking or, you know, like, you know, when you're crawling up the wall and everything. The camera control during that part of it is god-awful. Uh, and the noir piece, they really copied a lot from Batman Arkham Asylum. <laughs> uh, it's it's all about stealth when you're the noir. Spider-Man, he's a total pussy. And uh, you have to stay in the darkness, which is kind of cool because when you stay in the darkness, everything is gray. Kind of like the saboteur was supposed to be, where it stays gray, but then if you get in the light, all of a sudden everything has color again. So you, you always have this visual... Uh, this visual cue to tell you that you're you're visible now, um, but no, it's really neat. Uh, I, Bill wrote a great, actually, really well well done uh, review on our website, and I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, I'm not ready to review it yet. I'm only like four hours into it, three hours into it. So, <laughs> well, it sounds like you already did. No, no, I. Who knows how it could be <laughs> later? I've only played basically like one level for each of the four characters and then gotten into a couple other ones now, but uh, I'm, I'm having fun with it. I'm it's, it's way better than I expected. I mean, it's, it's one so, of the better comic books. Wait, how does, how does that work? I mean, you, you get to pick and choose. I want to play this character for a little while. I want yeah. to play this, or does it force you down a um, path? You start off as amazing Spider-Man. Cause that's kind of where the whole story thing starts. And then it takes you to all four of them in these really brief missions to teach you about the different uh, abilities each one has like longer tutorials. And okay. then what it does is it has a, a, a screen and it has four missions open up and each one is one of the characters and you can pick them. You have to finish all four uh. before you can go on to the next set. But you know, you're upgrading your abilities as you go along. You, you make up like spidey points or whatever. I don't even know what the hell they're called, but <laughs> you know, you make up spidey points and uh, you can open up new abilities, buy new abilities, uh, better attacks, all kinds of things. Uh, and it, Seriously, I, I don't think the fighting is as good as in Batman Arkham Asylum. I don't think it's as, as free form as it was in that. But overall, I'm actually pretty damn impressed with this game. I, you know, I, the control's a little off, but over, other than that, I honestly, I think it's one of the better comic book games I've played. So, very impressed. Uh, also, we were, I was joking about this one last week. Uh, Cabela's North American Adventures. I thought it was going to be like Big Buck Hunter, where this shit just you know walks out or whatever and I shoot him. No, this is like walking around in a first-person point of view, <laughs> trying to find... It's like the real hunting. You, know, yeah, you, you got your Dinty Moore, you got your six-pack. Six-pack? Shit, I had a case. A uh, bottle of uh, deer piss with you. <laughs> you gotta put a little in your mouth. They can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> Always back to E3. That's not exactly. what I meant. Yeah, well. Um, no, it, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting. It's, it's a Wii game, too, but, uh, you know, the graphics look better, but... You know, it, it chugs every now and then, and but I, I, I'm strangely attracted to this game. I kept playing it and playing it and playing it. I got through two of the, uh, there's because you can do like a, a campaign or you know a, a career hunting career, I guess, or you can also do like these trophy challenges. So you go after five different levels of white white tailed uh, bucks, and then you go to like mule deer and stuff like that. And I went through two successions of white tails. And I just kept going. I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? <laughs> but it was interesting. I mean, and, and remember, these are virtual animals. So I'm not killing real animals. But uh, Oh, thank I should, God. I was worried about that. Well, I'm sure somebody will freak out when I'm talking about this. Uh, but I shot one of the deers in the ass. 
and it started scooting around like its back legs would like kind of stopped working so it started scooting around and then i just walked up to him with a shotgun and took him out <laughs> oh man yeah. jeez but like another deer came over to see what was going on and it was a little weird but uh nah, it's it's neat i, I don't know i got to play it more before i talk about it it's not a full Bertha, frame anyway. no yeah, what's going on here uh, Dude, couple- there's what? There's deer all over the place around here. Come up here sometime. We have bears in this town. Yeah, but this is New Jersey. This is North Jersey. So you're saying that the toxic dump should have kept them all away? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, all right. Or they should be like those nuclear deer that <laughs> <laughs> and they attack bees you. In their mouth? Bees? I don't know. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, moving on. Uh, a little bit. Well, I'll talk about these a little bit later. But uh, Planet Mini Golf with Move, the the patch came up for Planet Mini Golf from uh, from Zen Studios, and uh, Tiger Woods with Move, Tiger Woods Eleven. Also played a, a lot of Gaia Seed actually, which I own the Japanese one, but I double dip. The Enslaved demo, which we actually had a little email thread going on this morning about it, because one of our writers is just psyched as shit for this game. Uh, this is from the people that did Heavenly Sword, uh, Ninja Theory. And pretty interesting game. I'm a little disappointed with the demo because the whole concept of the game is that you're linked to this woman because she put the slave thing on your head. And if you get too far away from her or if her heart stops, it'll kill you. So you have to help her get back to her family or whatever. And in the demo, it's all this prologue stuff. So you never actually play with that mechanic of you protecting her. So that was the only thing I was really disappointed with, but... Uh, it's a, gr- a great writer behind this the story. He wrote a couple of big movies like Twenty Eight Days Later and uh, some other stuff. And uh, you know Andy Serkis actually um, directed all the motion capture and all the all the actual real acting. So what you saw in Heavenly Sword with the facial expressions and everything else are obviously back here again. I thought there was a lot of texture popping in the demo, so hopefully it's an old build or something. Uh, very Uncharted ish, but not as I didn't think it was as smooth feeling. I don't know. Did you guys get to try the demo yet, or just download? I didn't. It? Okay. No. I think it's cool. I, I it's it's cooler than I thought it was going to be. I, I really didn't know what to expect when we were seeing some stuff at, at E3, uh, but I'm intrigued now. Uh, also, like I said before, the FIFA 11 demo, which, quite frankly, I was impressed with quite quite a bit. Uh, the NBA 2K11 demo, which first MJC of course got on and in his subtle way said, "Worst fucking demo ever." It only gives you five minutes. It doesn't give you quarters or anything. You just play five minutes. There's no announcers. Uh, but I thought, you know, the game looked great. I suck at it. I don't know if the timing's off or what, or the timing's so much different. I think I lost, it's like, different. 15 to 1. I mean, I, I made one free throw the whole time I played it. Uh, but yeah, it, looks it took great. some getting used to. The timing is totally different. Yeah. But it's going to have move support, which the demo doesn't have it, but the game is going to have move support. So that's going to be really interesting. That's odd. Yeah. But apparently they say it works. I don't know if you have to dribble the whole time. That would suck. <laughs> Somehow I doubt it. Oh my god! Uh, and the last, last but not least, uh, it came with Core last week. Cool. Uh, Warhawk, the PS1 version of Warhawk. So I played that for a little while. Wow, that game sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Wow, that game was the terrible. The full motion video stuff is just. Oh, dude. <laughs> but it, you know what? I loved it, though, with the full motion video stuff, because that took me back to yeah. Wing Commander 4 and, and you know all those games that they wanted to do all that full motion video on. And But, man, that game didn't play very well at all. 
Yeah, it's funny because when I first bought my PS1, I saw that. I, it was on some demo thing that they were showing, you know, on a TV screen, and they showed all the best parts of it. Of course, well, that came on the demo the disc that amazing, came with it too. Yeah, and they showed all the most amazing, where like six six rockets are shooting yeah. out at once, and all the cool stuff. And I was like, wow, all right, I'm getting Wipeout, and I'll get that. So I got Wipeout Warhawk were my first two games. Well, but, I mean, that was the time of full motion video and all that stuff, you know? That was the big thing. Well, and back then, Warhawk was awesome. I finished the game back then. But now, ugh, I couldn't play it. <laughs> I turned it <Yeah>. off. <laughs> yeah, I have it on disc, and I already bought it on the PSN way back when it came out. Nice. And I watched a couple more Mr. Science Theaters, so it was, it was a very fruitful week. Which ones? Uh, Ring of Terror. Nice. Which is a really, really old one, and so ridiculously bad. And, uh, you know, I had to watch Mitchell, so I watched Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. My, 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 my Mitchell. Mitchell. My, my, my God! Get us out of here! <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I think I'm going to have to watch that tonight after we <laughs> My God, I love that movie. Recording. Oh, I love that. Yeah. All right, well, who wants to go next here? Joel. Okay. Don't make me delegate. Okay. <laughs> so I played a lot of move. What am I supposed to do? Wait until we get to the next section to kind of go get in depth about these titles? Um, yeah. Well, why don't you just mention them and we'll talk about them after the break. All right. Well, I played Sports Champions because I picked up that bundle. Nice. And I probably played that game the most out of all the move titles. Well, also, I, had, I have uh, two that I have to send to you still because I'm an asshole. Yeah, I keep checking the mailbox. Yeah, you know, I I forgot what game I'm supposed to send to who. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the list isn't helping, hey? I had them in an envelope today. Because I forgot the envelopes yesterday. I brought the games and I forgot the envelopes. And then today I'm I'm (laughs) putting them in the envelope like, wait, what am I supposed to send to... Oh, shit. So I'm an idiot. (sighs) Yeah, Lucas talking. Go find your bottle opener, (laughs) bitch. Yeah, I really, that's kind of disturbing me. <laughs> totally disappeared. <laughs> so I had uh, Bill, one of the writers we talked about earlier with the Spider-Man review. He was over this weekend, and we I actually had DirecTV installed. Oh. And he's a satellite DirecTV guy, so I wanted him to come over and basically inspect the dude as he was installing it. Just so I made sure after he left, everything was good. Inspect him? <laughs> Yep, he had a, a .8 plumber's butt, and he had... No. <laughs> Dude, this is the gayest episode ever. Pretty much. Stop! It won't stop! <laughs> we didn't do anything gay. I, I want to clarify that. Oh, we're not we just gay. played sports champions together. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do anything gay. We just waggled our wands at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Exactly. The neighbor walked in and said, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> no, we played some Frisbee golf, some archery, a little table tennis. Uh, that's about it. A little multiplayer on those games. All right. And then I played some of the single player in Sports Champions, which I was very happy there was that there available. Very yeah. nice. Actually can play through a game, unlike the 
Wii Sports, like we talked about last week, where it's just multiplayer only yeah. or single player that's in the same multiplayer format. That was always my biggest complaint with Wii Sports is like bowling, especially. I wanted some depth to it. You know, I wanted tournaments. I wanted some kind of a career type thing, and there was nothing. Yeah, heck, I would have taken just take those games, made them each into their own separate game, and added that, and I would have picked up a few of them. Yeah, definitely. They didn't even they didn't even do that. Played a little iPad. Nice. Meh. Well, you're not a kid. Echo cr- well, no. Well, I think there's people. Gr- <laughs> there's people in our community who aren't kids who are enjoying that game. So I figured, what the hell, I'll give it a try. But yeah, I'm not a kid. I remember that now. So <laughs> I also, I also tried out Echo Chrome too. The demo took me a little little bit to get used to the the change and kind of get oriented with the screen. But once I did, that game is fabulous. I can't wait for the full release. Nice. Move really makes it a better game. Oh, definitely. My opinion. The shooters on that. Uh, there's a demo disc that came with Sports Champions. So I played some of the shoot, and then some of Time Crisis. I'm I so downloaded- jealous of you guys because I don't have that that Time Crisis um, demo because uh-huh. it didn't come. With- yeah, you fuckers. So, which is probably fine because yeah. by the demo, it's I just good. be playing it over and over and over and over and over. Pretty much. Well, how about this? I have the demo, and I have not played it. Ha. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're both good games. I mean, the shoot, we talked about that before. Kind of more paper cutouts, a little bit more goofy over the top. But right. Time Crisis is, they both have very accurate shooting. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, the, definitely. The move controller it simulates a light gun very, very effectively. And in some aspects is even better. Because the, the aiming is just extremely precise. I was liking that a lot. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one big time. I also downloaded that Planet Mini Golf demo because uh, I wanted to try some more games with my move controllers. Yeah. And then I saw the little statement on the screen that said, hey, this game does not s- support move controllers. Well, the demo doesn't. The, the demo doesn't, right? Yeah. So you have, you have to buy the full game to play with the move controllers. Dude, that's weak. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did not play that. I was kind of in the mood to play some move games, so what we're I mean, not that's playing. why I downloaded that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm doing really well this week. That's all right. That damn throat surgery. Yeah. NBA 2K11, I played the demo a couple times over. Y'all psyched for that game? I am. Yeah, I, I like the 2K series a lot. Yeah. I saw that the Elite has a demo out now, too, so I'm going to have to give that a shot. Oh, yeah, just to kind right. of com- to compare and contrast, but those two games are a mere two weeks away. October fifth, I think they come out. So. Indeed, indeed. And basketball season's right around the corner, and my bucks, our bucks, are looking <sighs> good. Ah, uh, don't you know? see, don't build it up because you know they're not going to do shit. <laughs> no, they, you're they wrong. They can do like last year and get to the playoffs and then just totally tank it like usual. But come on, it's the bucks. Well, they don't have a stacked deck like Miami, but well, they're yeah. going to be a good team. That's like putting like Superman and Batman and hell, they'll even take Aquaman and yeah. <laughs> hey there, Sea Man. <laughs> it's Aquaman. Sea Man and Swallows. <laughs> meanwhile. Well, meanwhile. The super best friends. Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice. 
So I have one more game I wasn't playing. (laughs) (laughs) Since we're talking about it, and I got the uh, the go ahead there. High velocity bowling. Yeah. Uh, Where's my move patch? Plus has it. Well, if you had PlayStation Plus, you'd have it. Zing. That sucks. (laughs) Zing of the day. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think you had that. You're welcome. <laughs> but uh yeah. They're a little disappointing. And that's what I mentioned earlier. I am very tempted to pick up plus maybe just even the three month guy for a while. Check it out. Get mm. me the uh those two Japanese titles that were just released on the cheap and so I can get my move patch for high velocity bowling. I don't think I want to run out and buy the uh the, the Blu ray version of the no, game. No, there's no point. So do we know yet what's going to happen with those folks that do not have Plus? It'll do not run soon. out and buy the, think, the retail? It'll hit soon because it's actually free in Europe. You can get it right now in Europe. Yeah. So I went to the European store to grab it to see if it were, would work with my version. Yeah, no. Damn it. Oh. Uh, they haven't straight up said it, but I think they kind of hinted that it would be available to everybody it probably will. next week or the week after. Yeah. So the move the, the Plus thing is just like a temporary exclusive when you're yeah. in PlayStation Plus, it moves you to the front of the queue. That's pretty much it. Well, we yeah. all can't be special, though. No, I don't need to be that special. I got more than enough stuff to play right now. And my TV died the other night. That so I got the direct, direct TV hooked up over the, on Saturday. I had a Sunday night. Got, I only have two TVs in the house, one in the, in the den and then one in the, in the man cave area there. The video game throne. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, all of a sudden the, the TV started... It wasn't working. I get a lot of blue screen, and at first I thought it was Direct TV. It's a Windows I'm like, TV. Shit. <laughs> well, time to go 3D. What did I say? Yeah, no, I didn't do it. I just went and picked up a uh, a small. It's a 32 inch Sony Bravia. They make 1080 Sony Bravias in 32 inch now. Do they really? Actually, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they must. <laughs> Because those were, I mean, those were pretty small TVs. We were watching at like packs and everything. Well, I have about, I had about a like a five to a seven hundred dollar budget, so uh, I, I couldn't necessarily uh, pull off the three D uh, TV. I dude, tried. You waited. I tried. You waited for what? Wait for Black Friday, man. Dude, I need the, two TVs in my house. Yeah, but the, the TV I have downstairs here, it's like a forty inch Sony. Uh, I got that last year, Black Friday, for 400 bucks at Best Buy. Is it it was the week before. Because Best Buy does their Black Friday deals like a week or two before in-store. They don't really advertise it. But if you walk into the stores and look around, they're there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that's why I grabbed it last year. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as that TV died, my brain went the exact same place yours guys' did. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm uh, wow. <laughs> so I tried to I tried to convince her that we could bring up the uh, bring up the man cave TV to the upstairs, and we'll just upgrade the man cave TV. It's a no brainer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, that didn't happen. Ah, <laughs> Joel. <laughs> well, honestly, I didn't really want to be buying a new TV right now, so the whole thing was kind of a unpleasant surprise. But then you you could know, add, the end... we could add 3D for extra life. But no, no. <laughs> We still can. Yeah, we just have to have you buy it. <laughs> and just leave it here, too, would you? Yeah, let me go grab that gold bar from the safe real quick. 
the one that I have access to, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. No, I don't know. It, it, oh. the, the guy at the TV place, too, he, he tried selling me a 3D Sony. It's going on and on and on about it because they had like a, you get a free Blu-ray player, a, like three f- free pairs of glasses, a 7.1 Sony surround sound Jesus. with the speakers, the TV, which was like a 60-inch or a 55-inch, all for 2700 bucks. Dropping the so you basically got everything for free. The, the TV was still pretty much at retail, and all that stuff was te- added in. Or was that it was very planners? tempting. American. Oh, yeah. That's one of the, oh, st- was... the shops I can't go into anymore. Yeah? Yeah, the signal kicks tech? in hard. It's bad. <laughs> I actually drove down to Flanners when I lived in Fond du Lac. Now, down to Flanners is about an hour, hour and a half. Drove down to Flanners to get an RFD modulator for my laser displayer. All the way down there just to get a little part. It was like a $90 part that I still have, actually. So I could do Dolby Digital Sound from Laserdisc. Yeah. Hey, Fl- Flanners is done. They closed. Really? Yeah, oh, that was my favorite electronics store. Very high-end electronics. Yeah, they went yeah. They went bankrupt, unfortunately. They were bought out by a different uh, local appliance company now. So uh. they're, they're still in existence, but they're really not the same people with not the same product. Well, as long as Americans stay strong. Anyway. Thanks to me. They'll be around a while. Yeah. Putting his kid <laughs> through college. All right, Josh, what have you been playing? Actually, Joel's sales guy reminded me we went to, we were in the mall the other day and walked into the, well, I walked into the Sony style store. I dragged Lou behind me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kicking and screaming, and, I'm sure. Yeah. And they had, you know, the TV set up with all the 3D glasses in front of it with, uh, Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland, ugh. Ugh, which was ugh. just obnoxious and disturbing, but yeah. it looked good. <laughs> um, they had an entire back room set up with PS3s, and uh, MLB The Show was up there in 3D. Nice. And they had a little move section set up, and I was watching this dude. I was just this long-haired, hippie, crunchy dude. Uh, picked it up and he started playing uh, table tennis and I was watching him play that for a while I just stood there and watched to see if he could figure it out on his own and what mm-hmm. he could do with it And um, did he think the move control yeah, was, was a bong <laughs> dude lights up man yeah. <laughs> that's kind of neat and they, they had like some good setups in there a lot of people like checking all the different stuff out nice but um I played a little bit of NHL 11, got to play some online with Sask Bob. Uh, we had a good game and a laggy as hell game. Huh. So not too sure what's going on there, hmm. whether it was our connection or something else. I need to try some more of that online, uh, but I, I should be able internets. to. It probably. I should be able to do a review next week. Um, <laughs> that's funny. I, I came through and of course I scored late and tied the game and then won in overtime or won in a shootout. And the second game we were tied and in overtime he hit the post twice. He <laughs> <It> was furious, <laughs> but he ended up beating me on a, a, finally on just a, just a fluky goal right there at the end. So did he start cussing uh, you out in French? No, he's all the way out in, uh, out in, uh, like by Calgary. Oh, okay. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Sask oh, Bob. Yeah, Saskatchewan. Yeah. Mr. Calgary. Yeah, so he was the Flames. I was the Flyers, of course. You know, we did our Jeez, thing. And yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Uh, I played some Gaia Seed. Enjoyed that. Nice. It, it, it's, it's a bullet hell, 
kind of thing. It seems to be, no, at least that's because of the backgrounds. No. Well, because of the backgrounds, it seems that way. <laughs> it's just old school schmuppy goodness that you have to get used to. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have to get used to it. It's not your standard uh, standard simple shmup. Right. Um, I did play Parasite Eve right oh. when I got it. Very excited since I got it. I was like, well, geez, I got to... Well, first I had to just check and see if it worked because the disc seemed to have some scratches on it. Oh. So I wanted to make sure it was okay. But then I sat down and put it in. I was like, I'll just see if it's okay. And I played for about an hour and a half. So I was really enjoying it. I played for a total of maybe two or three hours now. Nice. And I really like the story. I like the way it plays. Uh, I like, you know, it's it's the guys that made Final Fantasy VII. Uh, the, I think it's the actual group that made Final Fantasy VII. But um, it's more, well, it's set in New York. And you're a cop. You're a hot cop. Yeah, busty cop. <laughs> and yeah, and she well, she starts out at the opera with this slinky black dress on, you know, and it's as, as sexy as it can be in PlayStation One graphics. But um, it's a pretty cool game. Uh, it is an RPG, hardcore RPG, but I like it so far. So cool. trying to play through as much of that as I can, and. I'm swapping out PS3 hard drives and while I was waiting for things to finish I pulled out my PSP and actually started playing Final Fantasy 7 again. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been playing that on the train back and forth actually the last couple days so uh my characters I don't know if this will give any indication uh, my characters are up to like level 26 or 7 somewhere around there. Sure. Um but I'm still on the first disc, so who knows? Uh, maybe I'm just grinding, or maybe... I don't know. I don't know where that falls in in the annals of Final Fantasy VII. Maybe somebody from the goo would have to tell me exactly whether that's good or bad. Get Adam on the phone. <laughs> yeah. But uh, still enjoying that. I'm farther than I've ever been in the game, so... Nice. I'm just slowly plugging away at that. You know, eventually, maybe... 10, 15, 20 years from now, I'll finish it. And that'll be great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And the move stuff. The move stuff is everything else, basically. Uh, Lou and I, uh, Saturday, we sat down and I threw start the party in because I thought this is a good way to ease her in to move, uh, get her used to the controls and everything. And she was actually having a lot of fun with it. We both were. Cool. Cool, you know, fun little party games. I'm going to pull that out this weekend. I've got Whoa. a bunch of people coming over. Whoa. Oh, you mean the game. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Man, this is the gayest podcast ever. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Won't somebody help that poor man? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Shh, Harriet, that's the surest way to get him killed. (laughs) (laughs) Blazing Saddles, for those of you that are totally confused right now. Go buy it. My God, go buy that movie. Man, I love that movie. (laughs) Best Buy had it on on, uh, Blu-ray for seven bucks this last week. Yeah, I got the full Mel Brooks collection on Blu-ray. Oh, I'm jealous. One of those places. It was either Best Buy or Amazon had it dirt cheap. I mean, it came out to like six bucks a movie when you added it all up. (laughs) So I bought it. Yeah. 
I'm a huge high anxiety fan. Yeah, yeah. Is one of my that, favorites. Uh, yeah, that Alfred Hitchcock spoof. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, excellent stuff. Um, so yeah, we did start the party for a little while. Had a lot of fun with that. She actually really kind of enjoyed that. And then I put in sports champions uh, just to show her some stuff. And she was like, no, nah, I don't want to play this. And then she was watching me play. Um, what did I do? I did the archery, uh, which she was kind of intrigued by. Uh, I did the the gladiator battle. And she's like, um, can I try that? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I just want to beat on people. This is great. <laughs> well, better better the gladiator than you. Yes, exactly. So she was having all kinds of fun with that. Um, I tried some of the table tennis. Eh, not so good at that. Um, uh, what else? Bocce. Okay. And yeah, I think that was all I did on there. Uh, I threw in Echo Chrome 2, the demo, and had her try that out. And she kind of liked it. Uh, she was like, I don't know, this this might just confuse me. Uh, it, it hurts. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it can be like that. <laughs> I did the shoot, and she laughed so hard she fell off the couch when I was doing the spin move on the shoot to slow down time. <laughs> Literally, she fell off the couch. I was like, what the hell is going on behind nice. me there? <laughs> um, I did some of the tumble demo on my own uh, a couple days before that. I Maybe I just have a shaky hand. I don't know, but See? I have some trouble with that. <laughs> See what happens when you get older? Yeah, I don't know. It's neat. But uh, I don't know. i got to play the demo again, decide if I'm really going to get that. you gotta, you got to um, hold the controller... Um... Kind of in, don't hold it like you normally do as the wand. Hold it like a flashlight, kind of overhand. Yeah, and that actually helps. I was thinking about that. Yeah, I might try that. You know, the European grip. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did the. Uh, I did Tiger Woods Eleven, and you know I'll get more into it after when we all start talking about yeah. it, but. I got some problems with that. And what I figured out is you absolutely it's the the nav controller is almost required for that game. Oh yeah, definitely. Because and they don't even tell you that. It's it was obviously tacked on. Yeah. Um from the way it was done and it wasn't really well thought out in the control scheme. I, I think when they have a full year of development under their belt with it and they can do it next year's edition, it will be a thousand times better. I mean, this was sort of a, well, we can do it, so let's just throw it in there. And yeah. it wasn't really, really well thought out. Um, I still think it works, though. It works. Yeah, it works much better with the nav controller. I didn't have the nav controller immediately, so I'm trying to play it. You had to pick up the DualShock. And you really, you need both hands, you yeah, know? Yeah. And uh, I've got the, the other thing dangling from my wrist because I'm using all the buttons on the DualShock to look down the fairway and see where I'm going to land um, and do you know all this other stuff. you can do that with the controller, right? Not well. Yeah, you can. No. You just look down and hold with... the trigger to go right and left. It's easy. Which button do you use to look down the fairway? Square. It's either square or the no, move button. Right. Yeah, it's really easy. Because then you just right, hold, you pull the trigger, and that's how you move left and right. 
Damn. All right, then I missed that. But because that's one of the other things I had a problem with. It, because it's tacked on, there's really nothing. There's oh. no information on it. There's there's a screen that shows you what the buttons are, but you can only get that through a pause menu, and then you have to dig and find it. Right. Otherwise, you're just dropped in and just go. Good luck. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, it, we'll, we'll talk about later. A couple of on-screen yeah, prompts. I completely agree yeah. with you, but it, it actually works. I mean... You can yeah. go right down the field, like or right down. You can. Oh no, square is to change your club. I think it's you hold the move button to to go and look, and then you pull the trigger and to actually move left and right and everything. Maybe it's like the, the XMB button. then, because you pull the trigger to navigate yeah. around the XMB also. No, but I mean, no, you can do when you... a lot of it with just the move controller. You just need the nav for um, a couple of like getting around the menus and everything, because you can't get okay, around the menus. Cause... I was having all kinds of trouble with just the move controller, and maybe it is the move button, because when you pull the trigger, that's when you're really, I believe that's when you're getting ready to swing. Um, well, that's why when you're I, I holding know. something it's... else, you do it, but I, I remember vividly being able to move back and forth. Okay. Which is yeah, the... I was having trouble with that, so yeah. I, I guess that's why I grabbed the, the nav controller, and then I was doing it with that, and I was like, okay, but still, it's not, you know, it's kind of clunky, but... It works when you swing and everything. It works and it works. You know, it's great. Sure. And actually, I really like the putting. Um, Wait, do you need you a know, nav controller to play Tiger Woods with the move controls? No, 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 no. You can use the controller, but the nav controller is easier because you have to. If you don't really know what the controls are, you think you have to pick up the controller all the time, and the nav mm-hmm. controller is just easier to hold on to because it's smaller. Yeah. But oh, I there see. is no game yeah. out there that requires the nav controller. And actually, with the mag with the mag beta, I, w- I had a, a, an easier time using the Dual Shock Three than I did using the Nav. Yeah, actually, I bought a Nav and took it back because I don't even need it yet. There's no, there's no purpose for it. Well, you'll yeah, need it. Soon. I have. Yeah, I've got it because I, I don't know. I had coupons. <laughs> <laughs> I got a note. <laughs> and. Uh, I did play high velocity bowling with the move controls tonight. Oh, good! Yeah. Oh. Gotta say, it's fucking awesome. Nice. <laughs> it is so much better. God damn it! All right. I need plus. Than the regular I gotta get controller. that. Fucker. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. It's because of how precise it is. And my problem was initially I was over swinging every single time, and then I realized I had to slow down my swing a whole lot and. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so All good. Right. We'll talk about that after the break. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that after the break. But that's pretty much it for me. All right. Well, are we ready for the break then, huh? Yes. All right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the move stuff that you guys got to play. Sweet.
right, we are back, and uh, I've got myself some Pearl Three Brewery Downtown Brown Ale, and I'm going to need it because this is going to be a lot of Joel and Josh. I wanted you guys to talk a little bit more about some of your experiences with PlayStation Move, some of the titles that we really didn't have a lot of time with last week or any time with last week. Uh, Obviously, you know, we were waiting for some patches, things like that, by the time that I had it. So uh, we wanted to just kind of jump right into this. So uh, we got a list in front of us, and obviously the first one we were going to talk about a little bit is iPad, which I actually haven't tried yet. Yeah, and I tried it over the weekend. It's one of the games I picked up. Josh, have you played this game? No, because I'm waiting for somebody to send it to me. Um, That fucking Mark. God, that guy. Never send shit out. I'll have a talk with him. Well, I I played it. I I picked it up. It was... uh, like Josh mentioned earlier, Start the Party is one of those games that he thought he could get Lou into, and uh, iPad is one I thought I could get my wife into. You know, just a game to get her to a gateway drug into move, if yeah. you will. So I, I picked that game up. She had zero interest out of the gate, you know, but after I showed it to her a little bit, got her slightly interested, we, we tried it out, and it was very frustrating. You know, for one, the, the setup required was different than what my, my setup was already at. Yeah. So we talked last week how the, the camera was on top of my TV. Um, and by the way, that, that's not working very well. That thing's dangling with the current method of hookup. <laughs> telling you, double-sided <laughs> tape. It works beautifully. So, so I'm going to have to do something else there with that. Maybe I need some pointers from Josh. Something. You know, Wait, isn't it's Josh funny that you mentioned you that. It? Why would you take more pointers from him? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny that you mentioned that because two of my TVs... It's sitting perfectly. The one up in the bedroom the other night, it slid right down the front of the TV. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, what happened there? Well, it stays in place. It's just, you know, after a while, after you're moving around, it starts to, you know, just the slightest little bump will kind of make it aim towards the ground. So it's not up there as stably as I'd like. Hmm. Well, you're getting pretty rough when you're playing those move titles, bumping into the TV. <laughs> you got it. With full contact sport. Well, with I didn't know hockey was moving. Wow! <laughs> hey, Gladiator, man, come on. That's true. Anyway, so iPad required me immediately to take the camera off the top of the TV, mm-hmm. put it down to below the TV, wanted me to aim it at the floor. Yep. I had to back up the couch, move the coffee table. Then all of a sudden, lighting became an issue after I had the camera completely situated, <laughs> ready to go. Yeah. Then lighting connect? was a problem. <laughs> you know, no, it's, it's really funny <laughs> that you're saying this because we had the same shit when we were playing with it. Because um, Double Rican actually sent it to Mark so we could play it for a while without move, you know, when it was just the camera. Same kind of shit. Right. They wanted us to aim it at the floor. We actually did it on the table. And every now and then, the iPad would actually be floating in midair because it couldn't discern like the table from the floor because the couch was behind it. Yeah, that was at MGC, right? Uh, yeah, and then we had we had the you know the lighting issues as well. We had to get more light and everything. So it sounds like it's similar shit. It ended up it ended up in Mark's lap at one point. Like yeah, that like, was pretty hot. Oh, that's yeah. right. He, he kept moving the thing around like like there was food there for it, and it went in it went in full bore on his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We were trying to get the iPad to do everything wrong. <laughs> Well, I remember you playing it at MGC, and I didn't get near as far as that. I mean, I got frustrated so early on, I barely made it into the game. Wow. So after I got after I got the camera on the ground and all that situated, we basically had to sit on the ground because yeah. then they have the iPad is on the ground with you. Uh, my man cave is fairly dimly lit. I don't really want a ton of light down there. I don't have huge overhead lights in my little area there, and it basically kept telling me to make the lights brighter. We found so that out, to, out when we were filming. 
yeah, I had to move things around, I had to move lights around, basically around the room just to try and get this thing set up right. And it was, to be honest, it was just too big a pain in the ass. Sure. You know, I mean, the, the game could be really good. I, I just didn't get that far because of all the, the resituating and everything I had to go through. So I think uh, we both threw up our move controllers in frustration after about a half an hour. And I, w- I would say I mean, iPad's probably going to be one of the most picky games out there. I mean... Uh, that was kind of one of the reasons I didn't open mine up that, that they sent to us because the room that I use isn't really set up for that kind of thing. Cause I knew what to expect going in because of what we did at MGC the last year when we were playing it over at Mark's. So I, I kind of knew that like, oh, I don't really want to move everything around the house or in the room. Actually, that's good because the basement and the living room, I could do that easily. So, and I didn't even think about that, but in every video you see of iPad, there's people sitting on the floor playing it. Exactly. So, there's also some there's some confusing calibration instructions. There you know, after as you're getting everything situated, you get on the floor and, and oriented properly, then they want you to calibrate the controller, but the direction they gave was not clear. <laughs> um, uh, my wife and I are looking at each other like, what are they asking us to do? You know, there's like a there's a target in the middle of the screen. But it wasn't clear that you're supposed to point the 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 we excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> oh shit! So you, you got to point the move controller at the target, but it wasn't clear that that's what you're supposed to do. So here I'm I'm on the See, floor that's why and I'm raising my arm in the air, and I got the I got the the LED or the light the light up area the lit up ball at the end in the center of the target. I'm like, okay, cool. We're good. Well, if, no, I mean, I'm pointing at the ceiling. So by the time we were done calibrating, everything was out of whack. We couldn't, you know, so it was just the whole thing was not user-friendly in my opinion, the opposite of what I expected from this game. If it's Dude, a game to get your kids involved, it's going to be user-friendly. <laughs> what? He said it. He was using the Wii boat. That's why it didn't work. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Well, while we're talking about uh, the Wii Mote, which I inadvertently slipped there a moment ago, <laughs> the Wii what? The what? <laughs> the, you know, the other waggle wand, that that thing. The uh, uh, sure. <laughs> what are your guys' impressions of the shape? The the shape difference. Now, the the Wii remote is very square, and uh, I didn't notice how clunky it was until I got that Move controller in yeah. my hand, and the Move controller just seems to fit much much better. What do you guys think? I agree. I think it's awesome. I. I... It's one of the first things you notice, too, when you grab onto that thing. Oh, man. This is the gayest show ever. (laughs) (laughs) It sort of feels like it's going to slip out of your hand, though. Uh, I never thought that. And the only reason I put the wrist strap on on here is because it it flings in front of you a lot, so I just do that to keep it out of the way. But I never thought I was going to drop it. And plus, it's got that little soft ball on the end, so if it hits the screen, it's not going to go through it like a Wiimote. You know, with that hard plastic. That's actually yeah, I, a pretty good thing. <laughs> yeah. I like it a lot more. I've never been comfortable with the Wiimote just because, well, I've never been comfortable with any Nintendo controller except maybe the, uh, oh, now I forgot the name of it, the the, the Wavebird. wireless the Wavebird. N64, the Wavebird, yeah. But that wasn't the wireless I, N64, that was the wireless GameCube controller. GameCube, sorry. Yeah, like me having <laughs> any Sega controller. Fanboy trying to figure out a Nintendo thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the Nintendo thingy. Sega! I, 
I've played, I've, I've had hands on every single one of them and I despised the NES controller, that little rectangle that dug into my hands. Sure. Um, really didn't like the Super NES controller. Felt like a half-assed Genesis controller to me. That's because you're a communist. <laughs> SNES controller is uh, one of the best controller designs ever in my opinion. Nah, the shoulder, like the shoulders are per. I'll tell you what, for Street Fighter, for for Street Fighter Two, that controller was great because you only had to worry about four face buttons, and then you had the two shoulders to put for another two things. And I'm telling you what, once you figure that out. You didn't have to try to slide your fingers all the way across all six buttons on the face. That's one of the things I never liked about the six-button controller in the Genesis or the Saturn was when you were playing six-button fighting games. It was it, You lost time because you were moving your thumb from one side to the other. It was a lot more efficient to have those shoulders. Well, unlike you, I have manly hands. I'm not a child <laughs> or a little girl. Okay, so bear. You know. Those controllers were all too small for me, and the Genesis controller, even the six-button... Actually, the six-button controller for the Genesis was smaller than the regular Genesis controller, and it was very comfortable. You know, I I didn't like any of the NES controllers, the Nintendo controllers at all, and that was my biggest complaint about the Wii, was that even the Wiimote is very boxy, and all the controls are made for little kitty hands. They're not made for adults. It's the Volvo controllers. Not. It's, eh. But, you know, I did you notice, actually, with the Move controller, that the upgrades and sort of the changes they made between the prototypes and the final build? Uh, the D-pad was different. I know that. The D-pad, actually, the, the buttons, the triangle, square, circle, and X, the way they're sort of raised up and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. squared off is, is slightly different. Which the trigger is, felt they, a little bit they, different, too. Yeah, it feels much, much better. It feels really solid. I, I like it a lot, actually. I like the way it feels. I like the even the, the nav controller is very... It feels really good in your hands. It just, you know, it it's much easier to work with than... A dual shock in your hands. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I, I think the the the, uh, the 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 feel of that controller is so natural. I mean, it, it it it's very curvy. I always hated that about the Wii mode as well. Is that it was boxy. It would kind of slip every now and then when I was trying to contort my hand to get to a certain button configuration. You know, because the one and the two button are so low on that controller that every now and then it would just kind of slip. I yeah. think the layout is, is very well done, and, and I'm already learning where the buttons are because I'm so used to that triangular configuration on, on the Sony controller that it's a little weird on here. Yeah, I'm still having a little trouble with that, especially with Tiger Woods. I was having trouble. Yeah. I, I kept having to look down. I'll, I'll pick it up you know, soon enough, but uh, uh, 15 years of PlayStation, I'm, I'm used to that <laughs> configuration. You know, I know where everything is just without even thinking. Yeah, and that's a problem when, like, when my friend comes up and you know we start playing a game. He's like, "All right, what buttons do you hit?" I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just know. You know, I couldn't tell you what buttons they are. I just know. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Good <Exactly>. luck. <laughs> well, at least they kept the. I mean, the orientation's more in a square rather than in like a diamond shape. But once you find your your base or like your your X button, you kind of know where to go from there. Everything All is normal. Yeah, yeah. The they're still in the same it. order. Yeah. yeah, they're still in the same order. They're just 
slightly tilted, basically, <laughs> when you look at them. Right. So, yeah. So we talked a little yeah. bit about iPad. Uh, Tiger Woods, I mean, you just brought it up. And we talked about it a little bit before, but... Yeah, so yeah, how, yeah. how are the move controls? How precise is Tiger Woods with the move controllers? Does it feel like Very. an actual golf swing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's too good really because good. I still have my slice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it is. The, the controls, like the movement of it, when you swing the club and everything, it's perfect. Yeah. The putting is really good. Yes. You just have to get used to it. Um, but like I said... It feels very tacked on. It feels like they didn't have time to really go through a bunch of iterations and decide, all right, let's map these buttons in this way and let's get it all set in a good way that feels natural and that works. I mean, I've had pretty much every version of PGA Golf from EA Sports going all the way back to the original on the Genesis. And that's a lot of golf games. That's a lot of golf games. Yeah. Um. Because I've enjoyed them. It was always with roommates, and then with the PS2 versions, my brother had it, and we would play online all the time. And it's a great game to just sit back, and the two of us would have our headsets on, and we'd just be talking the whole time. Just, you know, hanging out and just playing a casual game of golf, and it was fun. So, you know, I'm very used to the controls. They've perfected the control scheme up to this point, but it really does feel tacked on. It feels like they weren't really they didn't really have time to think it out and really test it and decide you know this well, is the best way to go with it that's basically it is the interface isn't very intuitive at all this year but the actual gameplay the, the portion of it when you're actually on the course swinging the the club and everything else is really really well done and yes uh yeah. my suggestion to get used to the controls is play a couple of games and mulligan like crazy just to get used to okay, if I do this with my wrist, this is what's going to happen to the ball. Now I can try again with a mulligan. And just keep doing that. Don't worry about your score for now. Just play a couple of quick matches and get used to it, especially with the uh, the chipping and the putting, uh, because, again, with the non-intuitive interface, you know, they always have, and Hot Shots Golf has this too, where you can hit square on Tiger Woods, and it switches between a full swing and chip and putt, or not uh, chip and punch. Yeah. And that kind of thing. And yep. your your power is going to be a little bit different. But when you start thinking about it, and if you play real golf, you're going to be able to figure it out pretty quickly. And you still have to worry about wind. You still have to worry about everything else. But the feel of it is really good. I mean, it, it feels like golfing. And, and um, you know, I was controlling. I actually did a couple of shots where I wanted to go left to right and bend around a tree. And I did it like I would in real golf. So... It reads it, and it reads perfectly, and it tells you exactly on the screen after you swing and hit, it'll show you where the club went through all the way, where the club face went through. So it'll show you, like, instead of coming in straight from 6 o'clock on the ball, it'll show you coming in at, like, 5 o'clock and then whipping around to 2, and that's why you went the way you did. That's why you hooked. So it's tracking it perfectly. It's just when you get to the menuing and the interface and everything else, be prepared to use a DualShock 3 or, or a NAV controller, because like Josh said, obviously this game wasn't built from the ground up for move, but I'm still glad they added this functionality to it, because it's a pretty cool addition. Yeah. I noticed actually tonight when I had the move, or had the NAV controller to play with it, 
I started playing a little bit better. I started having a much better time with it. And I was actually having a little more fun with it. And, you know, I got, um, I got a birdie and then I got another birdie and then I was smiling. I was like, all right, all right, now I'm starting to get into this. Now I'm starting to get a feel for it and I'm really starting to enjoy it. Um, because, you know, I, I had Tiger Woods 10 on the Wii because it came with Wii Motion Plus and everything. And that was, yeah. they really used the motion controls there. This is much, much better. Oh, definitely. Much better than that was. And it, control-wise especially, but you know, also because on the Wii, and they really went that way with it. They went the Wii Play way where they made it very cartoony. Yeah. And, you know, it's Tiger Woods Golf. You need an SUV. You need some cell phones. You need some screaming wives. Uh, that's not all in there, but you know, maybe they'll Check. tack that on next year. Um, but <laughs> it's at least it looks better. You know, it looks much better. It plays much better. It feels much better. And really, like Glenn said, you you need to you need to mess with it for a little while and sort of get a feel for it. And then once you start to get in, really get a handle on it, it feels much much better. But yeah. the interface itself, and uh, they really give you very little instruction. Um, it, there's very little information. Obviously, there's nothing in the manual or anything because this was added in later. Exactly. Uh, it is a. It's. I think it's a 245 meg patch. Yeah. Wow. That's the update to get it. Uh, and I just noticed that because I'd done it on the PS3 in the basement and uh, last week and forgot about it. And just before we recorded, about an hour before we recorded, I did it on the living room TV and it was like 245 megs. I went, <laughs> <laughs> but I have a good connection. So it came in pretty quick and installed and everything and I got it going. But I thought, wow, that's, that's a, that's a pretty hefty patch there. So, I mean, um, what I would say is if you can deal with the menuing and, and know going in with the interface, uh, if you want to play golf like this, I mean, I think Tiger delivers. I really do. Well, I think uh, yeah, your on-screen, the on-screen display, I think, is a really good idea. And the fact that it does that has, has yeah. me twice as interested because I have some really hardcore golfers in the family and we all like to play games together. And we always pull out the, the Wii Tiger Woods or the, the Wii Sports version of golf oh, and it never right. fails. It, it, somebody always blames the controller. Yeah. You know, I no, I, was, I didn't slice. It's yeah, this darn controller. This. <laughs> oh, it's no, this, this shows imp- you. <laughs> so yeah, if it shows you on the screen, that's awesome. Like, no, look right here. You sliced. It shows you. You know, so I think that's a great idea. Well, I'll, I'll yeah. definitely bring it down so you can try it out, Joel. And um, no need. I, I already bought it. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say what what we should do is uh, we should all three practice and maybe have a little competition at Extra Life, eighteen holes well, we with should. no mulligans, and see what happens. Oh. There you go. Dude, yeah, we should. We should play online one night. I well, mean, we do we've all too. got it. You know? So we're going to get is... the uh, the big screen, the outdoor screen going for that one? Ooh. <laughs> the best thing is that they have Whistling Straits in there, which is obvious. You know, honestly, it's it's a course here in Wisconsin. It's a great course that nobody can play on because it's so goddamn expensive. Uh, is that in the game? Straits. Yeah, it's in the game. It's not even DLC. It's right in the game. Because I saw there was another Wisconsin course that was DLC. Yeah, That's awesome. Um, yeah, so yeah really the DLC is too expensive, man. Their it DLC is. It's a little pricey. Yes, I agree. So, so how yeah. is the how's how's the golf swing in Planet Mini Golf? Well, I will say this: the Planet Mini Golf, I have been really disappointed with since it came out. Uh, not because of 
the controls ever. It was the course design. It, it's 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 from Zen Studios, and I really like what they do usually. But I who some I think it was uh, uh, Zavari. I think what was that said. You got the Zen Studios, or no? It was Gruel because he goes. It sounds like you got the Zen Studios that made the Punisher game, and not the Zen Studios that made Zen Pinball. Um, it looks great. It you know it's a, it's it does custom soundtrack, everything else. But there are are times where they want you to like basically hit the ball up this really steep ramp and hop it into a minecart thing, you know, that's hanging from uh, a line, or they want you to put it up this really steep ramp but have it go slow enough when it hits the top to fall into this little tiny hole on top of a cannon and crap like that. I mean, the course design after a while is so ridiculously bad in, in terms of just the mechanics. And that's why I've always been really disappointed with the game. It does have a course editor though. So there is some redemption there if you want to be one of those people, but the move controls, actually, I think this game is better with the move controls. And I honestly, cause I don't think I play tiger woods all the time with the move controls. I would play it every now and then. Planet Mini Golf. I if I'm going to play that game, I'm playing it with Move, quite honestly. But at the same time, do I recommend Planet Mini Golf for fifteen bucks? No effing way. That's the problem. Yeah, that's interesting because uh, Sask Bob, who I was playing NHL with, he is a big fan of that game. He said, "You know, I know a lot of people bagged on it and everything, but I've had a lot of fun with it. And with Move, it's great. It is." He said that. That really helped the game a lot. And his other game that we haven't talked about, none of us have actually played it apparently, uh, is Hustle Kings. I he played said, it once, but I didn't play it enough to talk about it yet because it's really weird with Move. Uh, he said it's awesome with Move. He said it was absolutely awesome. It's the it's one of his favorite Move games ever. Um, but, you know, I have to play that. I, I've yeah. heard... I've heard interesting things on that. Like I can't really see how you would how you would do a pull cue with just the thing in one hand. That's my <laughs> problem and that's when I when I played it I didn't get to finish the game, so that's why I didn't want to talk about it too much, but I'm a pool player. I mean I I've I play pool a lot. And I'm in leagues, that kind of thing. And Joel's dying. Oh my god. Joel's dying. Call call number one. <laughs> oh he's okay. Okay. It's really tough for me to get used to it, so that's why I'm i I'm gonna give it more time and not really I didn't want to talk about it too much yet. So I don't want to sour it. Yeah, one of the things I heard somebody said, attach like a rubber band to it. <laughs> attach a rubber band to your other hand, and that makes it more like a pull cue or something like that. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't the, even think about that. That's one of the games that I would buy an attachment for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might need it. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. But uh, it works for him. He he keeps raving about it. Uh, he sent me a message on on the PSN about how great it is. So yeah. I've been considering just buying it just based on his recommendation. But it's a you know, great game know. without move, though. It it really is. Just you have to listen to a custom soundtrack. The music is awful in that game. Yeah, I would try that. I I did the demo and I don't know. Didn't grab me. Oh, it's a fun game. It's one of the best but, billiards games I've ever played digitally. Yeah, I'll I definitely check it out again with Move, you know, and maybe I'll get it. I don't know. I, I have to see how much it is. What is it like? Ten bucks? Maybe I think it's ten. Yeah, and they have a lot of de- the free downloads for it too, like right. L shaped tables, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, right. I still have credit on my account, so if it's ten, maybe I'll grab it. All right, enough of this bullshit. Tell us about high velocity bowling because this is the yeah. one I really want to know about. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all right. I'm done. 
What's next? <laughs> well, what I come wanna, on now. What I want to know was is, awesome. does when you're doing the bowling motion, does it actually mm-hmm. bowl with you, or does it wait until you do the movement and then throw it? Um, what I'll tell you is, get PlayStation Plus, and then you'll find out. Or we could listen to a PS Nation <laughs> podcast and have one of the That's lovely hosts one tell us. Team so you can tell us about it. <laughs> All right. Well, the weird thing is, like, when you jump right in, uh, your ball is floating in midair. And I was like, whoa, whoa, this is weird. The character disappears entirely right off the bat. Okay. And you line up. You know, just the same as as with the dual shock, you line up where you want to be on the on the lane, and then you aim, and then your character appears. Okay. Um. Now, whether it actually moves with you. Well, I mean, if it doesn't, it doesn't. That's fine. I'm just curious because, like in Wii bowling, it waits until you do the motion and then it throws it. And I didn't know if it was similar to that or if it's more. Like Tiger Woods, where when you swing the club, it swings the club. I'd have to go back and look again. I'm not too sure oh. because I was playing with the with the butchy woman. Um, you know, going with our theme of the night here, I was playing with the butchy woman on the rainbow uh, lanes. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough. <laughs> um. But what happened was I like the very first time I I said, okay, give me the tutorial because I want to see, you know, how to do this. And as it's telling you, you're actually supposed to be doing you're actually bowling. (laughs) So she immediately fouled. She walked right across the foul line before I even got the ball out of my hands. And I was like, okay, whoops. All right, let's try this again. (laughs) Um, But you have to pull the trigger. You have to hold the trigger. And, you know, swing your arm back and forward and everything. But if you, like, I was messing up a lot. Uh, she would start moving. She would start walking down the lane. And I'd be like, oh, crap. And I'd quickly pull the trigger and, and try to swing it. But I'd let go of the trigger too quick. Oh, okay. And and a big red thing would flash on the screen and say foul. You know, it didn't count it as, like, you stepped over the line foul. It would just say foul, you know, hold down T. Let go of T right now, but hold down T when you swing the ball and everything. So it's, you know, it's warning you. I, I had trouble with that a couple times. Um, but when I got it, like I said earlier, I think I said earlier, um, I was swinging way too hard initially. Okay. Because I, I don't know why. I just was. <laughs> um, but it took a little time to get the finesse down. And then when I realized that I could swing with, you know, a much a much lighter swing and not swing quite as hard or quite as far. It was working a lot better. I can tell you I'm getting the spin on the ball so much easier than so I ever was. Reading the spin with your arm like like the Wii one, it's not When you twist. Nice. Yes. Twist your twist your wrist and you get the spin on the ball. Yeah. And That's awesome. And you can really spin it beautifully where I had so much trouble with the triggers. So much trouble with the triggers. It was always all or nothing. I could never get any finesse on the spin. Well, you see with those big bear hands that you have, uh, well, it's yeah. very hard to have finesse. Whereas <laughs> I had no problem with using the controllers, the triggers. And that's one of the things I was talking about today with somebody where they, you know, they were asking about the move controls. I haven't heard too much about it yet, but I said even if the move controls don't work, at least we still have a good bowling game because I'm actually a really big fan of high-velocity bowling. And I never had a problem with how you can... I actually kind of like the way it controlled. 
uh, with the with the buttons because I actually had more control over my my spin than I did with Wii bowling because Wii bowling sometimes it would just read wrong and the ball would just go flying. Yeah, well, that was one of the things that I never really understood about high velocity bowling. I, like, I love the game, and you know, I, I got it the day it came out, but I never really understood why you've got the dual shock slash six axis in your hands. You use the six axis to to set your to set yourself up on the course on the on the course on the lane, but um, when you go to throw the ball, when you go to put spin on it, you're using triggers instead of your wrist. Sure, that just never made any sense to me, and I guess it just maybe it wasn't accurate enough. That's probably that they figured was. triggers were better. Yeah, that's probably but what uh, was. yeah, it's all with your wrist now with the move controller, and man. It's awesome. <laughs> they better bring that patch out soon. I'm going to be pissed. It'll probably come out next week. I think it will. I think the PlayStation Plus was just a one-week thing. I don't think they'll hold that out on anybody else. And it'll be free, and it'll Fucking be out snobs next week. That have plus. Fuckers. Oh, yeah. I hope yeah. you're right, Josh, because that really is, you know, it's disappointing. And honestly, it makes me want Plus because I can't wait. I'm anxious for that patch. <laughs> me too. That's one well, of the games I, I would, right when I saw a move, I'm like, oh, they gotta they gotta do high velocity bowling. Yeah, I get to lord it over you guys for a week. <laughs> 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 no, it's great though. It actually is really, really good. And I think it's gonna it's gonna add a lot of life back into that game because you know, I've played it here and there. I do love the game. I got it when it came out and I played it a lot when it came out. Uh And then it sort of dropped off as I got other games. And I played it a little bit more when the online came out and dropped off. Uh, Like I said, we played it a couple weeks ago in Ocean City. And Lou, that was the first time she played it. And she really liked it. So now that we have the patch for Move, I'm dying to get her back into it and see. Because I think she'll really like it with the the Move controller. It's so much better. And it's more comfortable, too. It's like I never really had a problem holding the six axis that way or the dual shock. I thought that was a very clever way, you know, that you hold it on its side and it actually fits your hand that way. It's weird. Um, But the move controller is definitely more comfortable with it. So it does work a lot better. I'm happy. Yeah. And also comfortable. Time crisis. Play a little bit of that. That's holding that uh, the move controller. The trigger feels a little funny for a light gun game, but once you get it up to the screen and realize how precise it is, it's 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 some of the best light gun experience I've ever had. I'm a huge light gun fan, so I'm a House of the Dead guy through and through. I love the series. I love any light gun games. I mean, I go way back to Duck Hunt for crappy's sakes, all the way back to the (laughs) NES. You know, and with the advent of uh, high definition televisions and some of the LCD screens and stuff like that. There really hasn't been much in the way of light gun games recently. So the yeah. fact that this this control mechanism allows for precise movement or aiming at the screen really opens up a lot of potential for light gun games. And playing this demo made me realize that. Nice. So precise controls. The series, you know, it's, it's not like a, a next-gen awesome polished version of Time Crisis. It's actually a combination of a couple different games. I think Time Crisis 4... Is one of the three games that are included time in this pirates. package. You know, there's a pirate not game. Time Crisis Pirates. There's a <laughs> yeah. pirate game, but it's it's, it's in a the pirate package. game. Oh, yeah. that's the, the one that Lou and I. Or something. It's not called Time Crisis Pirates. <laughs> there's a there's another Time Crisis in there. It, the demo plays the other, not not four, not the pirate. Yeah. But 
the there's other. two time crisis games in the pirates game. The pirates game was the one that Lou and I, we actually sat and we watched, there were three people sitting in a big giant cabinet playing that game. Cause there's a, there's a giant pirate wheel in the middle and like two guns on either side. And the three of them played it and they just kept pumping money and they played the entire game from beginning to end. And we watched them play for about 15 minutes and I turned to her, I was like, man, that would be so cool on like the PS3 or something like that. But, you know, it's a light gun game, so I don't know that they'll ever bring it. <laughs> I didn't even think a move that that didn't even cross my mind. Uh, Time Crisis Raising Storm is the one in the demo. Yeah, it's the that's, it's, that's the one that Mark and I actually played at uh, Dave and Buster's a couple weeks ago. It was a really cool game. Really? Yeah. It wasn't yeah, called, graphically. It wasn't called Time Crisis though. I think it was just called Raising Storm or something. Because I'm like, okay. this looks just like Time Crisis, and and we were kind of talking about it. And then uh, I was like, oh man, it'd be cool if this was the one on the PS3. And then I saw the video during TGS. I'm like, wait, that is the one. So controls took a little. Controls took a little getting used to because there is a the shield mechanic. So you can kind of have the shield up in front of you the whole time. You hold down the move button. He moves his shield to the side, and then the gun comes forward, and then you press trigger to start shooting. Well, that's kind of Le- the same way the Time Crisis Four was, though. Okay, I never played the Time Crisis Four. Yeah, there was no reason to on the PS3 because it only came with one gun, and nobody ever manufactured a second gun. You could never get one, and. Um, yeah. It was finally like kind of a cheap knockoff, and we found one at like a used store in Milwaukee one day. Mark did. So I actually have two guns for it, which is unheard of. But even then, the multiplayer, they don't go full screen when it goes split screen. It like letterboxes everything. It, it's crap. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of potential with the light gun shooter genre. All right, here's the, the three games the that are controller. in it. Raising Storm, Dead Storm, Pirates, and Time yeah. Crisis 4 arcade version. Dead Storm Pirates, you're right, yes. So there. Sorry. And last but not least, Start the Party. I think Josh mentioned that earlier. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, actually, I got that. Uh, I've got a lot of people coming over this weekend and figured, you know, that would be a good move game for everybody to get into, you know, to start the party. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, after the booze, of course. Sing the day. I deserve that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I played this back in New York in March at that Sony event. And, you know, there were four of us passing off the controller, and it was actually a lot of fun. That's that's the weird thing about it. I, mean, it's, I, I think it's kind of weird. It's one controller. That's all you need. And you pass it off, no matter how many players you have. Sure. Um, because everybody plays one at a time. It is a lot of fun, though. Uh, that's the one I started off with. I figured, you know, this will be the, the gateway for, for Lou to see if she can really get into the move thing and enjoy it and understand it and all. And the two of us were laughing through the entire game. It gives you a whole series of mini games. Only one or two of them out of, like, the seven or eight we played, I had played before. The rest of them were brand new to me. So uh, I've I've read somewhere that there are only about 20 or so in there. So they say it gets repetitive, but um, right now it seems like a lot of fun. 
we were having a blast with it. We were, you know, we were both going back and forth, uh, just trying to knock each other off and trying to, you know, get the better score. She was much better than me at several of them. Um, but you know, as a party game, as a, as kind of a start the night kind of a game, it's perfect. You throw it in, you play one or two rounds with everybody, and then you move on to something else. And I think that's basically what it's for. It's not the type of game where you're all going to sit down, you're just going to play it all night, or you're not, you're going to sit down by yourself and play it. You know, I played it once by myself and I was like, yeah, you know, it's all right, but it's, (laughs) it's a party game and that's what it's for really. Cool. You know, and it's, it's a short party game. It's one of those ones that really starts the night off and that's probably why it's called start the party. (laughs) Genius. I would guess. (laughs) What wizard are you that makes fire without flint or tinder? (laughs) And this, and thus begins the, uh, the stream of move titles coming go yeah, forward. Big time. Lots of lots of stuff coming. We had a quite a back pile or quite a a stack to begin with, but I think the the future is very bright. Initial software offering, eh, so so, but man, the future is lots of good stuff coming. Definitely. Yeah. I'm excited about what's coming up and especially like end games definitely. They that's really cool. It's a revival of like end games. And having them on the Wii was fun, but now having them, like the ones we've seen in the arcade recently, like Time Crisis 4 and stuff like that, and Dead Storm Pirates. And, you know what we need oh. is a game that we saw Dave and & Buster's, and I don't even know who makes it, but there was a like on game, Terminator Salvation, was really good. I heard about that. It's fucking cool. We were watching guys play it, they were, they were just, they probably put 20 or 30 bucks of credits in the thing, but it is really cool. So I kind of hope they bring that to PS3 move. It sounds so so funny because when I think about it on the Wii, probably over half the games I have for the Wii are light gun games anyway. And now I'm like, oh, <laughs> I want these light gun games on the Wii. And they're, or I'm not, I'm not, I'm move. But there's so much more potential with move. But I don't care because light gun games, hey, if there's some good light gun games, I'm all over it. Bring them on! Anyway. All right. You know what's even better? Reading uh, messages for people that want uh, to to uh, convince us that they should have Hot Shots Tennis get a grip for the PSP instead of Josh. Dude, those were – they were terrible. They were not. There were some great ones. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. No, no. There were some good ones here. I've actually got a few to read. No. Yeah. No, come on. I read through every single one of those. Not one of those made a compelling argument whatsoever. You're just saying that you want the game. No, it's got nothing to do with that. I could care less about the game. I mean, but man, these these emails were just, I mean, come on. (laughs) Put some effort into it, people. I mean, geez, I I don't think any one of them deserves it. Honestly. Well, luckily, it's not for you to decide. Wait, what? We told you last week you're out of the boat. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yep, exactly. All right, well, we'll read a couple here, and uh, we'll announce the winner. We already chose the winner before we uh, started tonight. So uh, first one is from Matt, a.k.a. Earthly Spy, and he says, I deserve the Hot Shots tennis game more than Josh because he is so busy watching Futurama on his PSP and won't have time to play the game. Also, I have three kids uh, that like <laughs> playing the DS, and I believe this game will convert them to PSP fans. 
The versus mode would be a great way for me to send some quality, spend some quality time with my daughters. Aww. Uh, let's see. What's another one here? <clears throat> oh, I like this one. This is from Shadow Dark Storm uh, from PSN. And he says, I'll actually finish it. <laughs> <laughs> <If it's, laughs> that was one of my favorites yeah if it's anything like hot shots golf 2 with the twinkling spots on the courses to get uh, items and completing things to get new items there's no way that josh will finish it you mentioned it had a pseudo rpg <laughs> aspect to it he'll just waste all his time in the menus trying to pick the correct equipment besides this is no just cause yeah. 2 and it's not good to take a crack <laughs> and it's not good to take a crack or God damn, I can't even say it. It's not a good way to, or it's not good to take a crack whore's crack away. Should have said pipe. That would have been easier to say. Uh, unless it's intervention time. So help a brother out and let me enjoy the game, please. Uh, yeah, well, I guess he's got a point because I'm stuck on Hot Shots Golf with, like, dressing my character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, here's a Pittsburgh fan. I guess we'll read it. Uh, I deserve a copy of Hot Shots Golf Tennis for the PSP. More than Josh. Uh, because I did the survey on the website a couple weeks ago and gave you guys a kick-ass survey. That must be the one we put up a long time ago. <laughs> I stress a couple of weeks ago because it was before I knew about this contest. I also went to the Zune Marketplace and gave you guys an incredible review. Aw, cool. I know us Zune listeners aren't as plenty or as popular as iPod listeners, but we count. I really gave you guys uh, an honest and great review on PS Nation. is one of my favorite top podcasts to listen to. So with that, I could use a great game for the PSP since I don't have many, and as a nice reward for signing up for a year of plus service, whatever I can do to support. Wait, that doesn't help us. <laughs> plus, that don't help us. Uh, see y'all still. No, we get a cut every week, don't, don't uh, we? <laughs> no, no, we don't. No, no, we don't. Not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what people yeah, told no, you, no, and no. Joe, you and Joel. <laughs> oh, wait. That comes directly to me. Yeah, right. I wasn't supposed to tell you about that. Uh, and that's from Steeler Gang. He says, P.S. My Steelers are 2-0, and and this is with a sucky offense. Uh, can you say Pittsburgh Steelers 2010-2011 Super Bowl champs? No, no, really. Nobody can say that. Uh, maybe they can play and defeat the Packers. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. <clears throat> no. Raplesburger's going to be all on his ass. Well, hey, my Eagles are a sweep 1-1. One and one. Hell yeah. Yeah, now you got Vic. <laughs> He's going to get on him like hey, a wild dog. You know what? I, uh, as long as he <laughs> just keeps on the straight and narrow and he does all his animal welfare protection stuff, community service, uh-huh. he looked amazing last week. This I, guy deserves it. Uh, yeah, I'm changing the subject. This guy deserves yeah, go it. Ahead. <laughs> he says, and I don't know, maybe Josh can beat him on this. He says it's his 100th episode 183 will be. Oh, yeah. And he said for for putting up with Glenn waffling since episode eighty three. Waffling, apparently. Why waffle on? <laughs> he says that deserves a reward in itself. I don't know. I'll have to go back and listen to eighty three. I'm not sure. Uh, which... You know what? I think I started before eighty three. So screw <laughs> you. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was trying to figure out. Well, we got a winner. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, and like I said, we chose this ahead of time. Well, that last one was from uh, uh, Ravel Cornell, by the way. Or Revel or Revy. We can't say Revy. We already have a Revy. Uh, PSN Bebop Alula. Bebop Alula. All right. Nice. Uh, so our winner, <laughs> chosen by random.org, because we just threw them all into a hat, is uh, David Bouch or Bouch? B O U C H. His PSN is David B69. Woohoo! 69, dude! Uh, David B69. Joel, you want to read this one? Sure. 
I deserve Hot Shots Tennis for PSP more than Josh does 10 times over. I have myself... (laughs) I have just dramatic effect on that. I had to pause. (laughs) (laughs) I have myself that would have loved to play it. My nine-year-old who made it to a championship game in baseball in the region wants that game and deserves it. And my seven-year-old would love to have it just to spite Josh so he can't have it. (laughs) (laughs) Pathetic reasons... Yes, but after all this money spent on move games, I have to get this freebie somehow. Plus, every time my nine-year-old gets a trophy, he yells to me, I got a trophy, yo. So that that is by that. He deserves the game. Definitely. Come on. Yeah, so thanks, random.org, because that was a good pick. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, since we're doing emails anyway, might as well go into the rest of the emails that we have for the week. Uh, and actually, if you want, let's just get the voicemail out of the way first. And I think you're going to like this is, this one. This is from our buddy Nabashine. Uh, and <laughs> it, it, it's a sad story, but it's it's pretty funny. So here we go. Hey, PS Nation. It's Nabashine. Um, I got a little story for you. And I decided to do it in song. Here's a story about a guy named Nabe who bought himself a 60-gig PS3. It cost $600 for USB ports and backwards compatibility. Till one day when my green light had turned yellow and then it started blinking red. I became incredibly pissed off. Because now my PS3 is fucking dead. My PS3 is dead. <laughs> it's blinking red. That's a sign that my console's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was a month ago. I just wanted to sing it because uh, I wrote this down like a while ago. I was like, wow, I forgot about this. And I'm bored at work. And I just thought I'd just sing it. Oh, Wait, well. you did that from work? But yeah. Um, that happened about a month ago. Now, my console died. I got, like, incredibly pissed off. I, uh, like, that same day, I went and got myself a new PS3, the slim one, which I like. I like it a lot. And then, like, um, I just decided, like, fuck it, I'm just going to fix my um, my 60 gig, which I did, actually, which is funny. <laughs> uh, he guns for the win. But, yeah, I, um, <laughs> I fixed it. I gave it to my friend. I got my accounts off of it and stuff like that. And then it died for him, like, what, two weeks uh, later. So, hey, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I got a new PS3. Yay! And it's slim. But, hey, that was my and story. I just wanted to make you guys laugh. If I failed, um, I'm sorry. I, I tried. <laughs> I tried so hard. I, I have to, like, a little written down and stuff like that. I tried so hard. <laughs> Josh, Joel, Torgo, I'm sorry. Um, I guess I'll ask a question while I'm here. Um... A matter of opinion, um, what do you guys think of um, those Marcus ads for the PSP? Uh, do you think it's actually working? Or do you just think he's like a giant poochie? You know, poochie from The Simpsons, from a and Scratchy. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's like a, actually, he's, he, he's like exactly like poochie if you really think about it. Remember, kids, always recycle. To the extreme! All right, that's enough. There you go. Peace. <laughs> Oh shit! That was awesome. I don't, I don't know. I see him more like Roy on The Simpsons. <laughs> right. yeah. oh, Extreme. You know, I hardly see him. I really don't see those commercials at all. Uh, I'll see him every now and then. 
you know, it's it's nice to see that they're still putting marketing dollars behind the PSP. Is it working? I mean, I think they were trying to catch lightning in a bottle again with the Kevin Butler thing, and you know, uh, it's better than they've done in the past. But I don't think it's that yeah. great. I, you know, it's nice, but it's they could. Be it's better. entirely possible, though, that all those commercials are on shows that we're not watching. Sure. Yeah. Really, like a lot of Nickelodeon shows and stuff like that, and that's why we're not seeing them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, we might not be the target audience, and and I, I don't know. I, I I thought they were funny when we saw him at E three. They showed a couple things where he did, you know, his little interview with Kevin Butler. And I thought that was funny. Yeah, it um, was funny. I, like I said, I, I think it's it's better than what they were doing, and uh. Like and the other thing I said, it's nice to see them throwing money at the PSP still, but I don't know. Like you said, I don't I don't really see them that often. Yeah, so, yeah, nah. It's still doing well though, just not doing well in the U.S. It does great in Japan. Unfortunately, we're probably gonna dry up on software now. The PSP is just becoming an RPG machine because all these developers that were making PS2 games uh, are bringing them to the PSP. That's okay. Well, that's fine for a lot of people, yeah. Not for me, but that's okay. I don't I don't need to have everything. Well, then forget it. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck off. <laughs> now that God of War is coming, I'm happy. That's true. I mean, yeah, that's the nice thing is we're still seeing some really good stuff coming for the PSP. Like Rapala's fishing. <laughs> <laughs> and hunting. I hope that has an and attachment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. End up throwing your PSP into the water. Oh, shit. Not another one. <laughs> all what right. do you guys think? We got time for all four of these? We're going to read through them real quick? Yeah, let's read through them. Fuck it. We look long right, because we the... had to wait for someone's uh, laptop to reboot because lightning knocked them out. <sighs> Damn lightning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking lightning. All right, Josh, why don't you read the first one? All right. Hey, guys. Love your show. I've been listening for two and a half years now. Love your oh enthusiasm. And love your enthusiasm and cutting edge. Keep it up. <laughs> 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 Oh, My question is, do you notice as much media bias towards the Xbox in the U.S. as we do over here in the U.K.? I understand UK? Microsoft are a U.S. company, but that should not cause such a marked difference here in good old blighty. <laughs> <laughs> pip, pip, cheerio. All right. I have been a fan of both systems, but have a PS3 because of the build quality of Sony and the controller feels so much better. Games are similar in quality on both systems, but I think that Sony have the edge on their first-party exclusives, as well as the excellent independent stuff on the PSN. Long may they reign. Seriously, do not stop these podcasts. They break up the long-distance traveling that I do, are informative, funny, essential pick for anybody with an iPod or after informative PS3 coverage. You give review coverage that is not clinical, but comes from true fans, something that we would not get from a magazine. And if it wasn't for you, Torgo, I would not have bought Battlefield Bad Company 2. Sucker. As I did not click with the demo, but after listening to your love of the game, I took a punt and bought it. Since then, I have played little else. Damn you. (laughs) Damn you. Come on, boy. Shake harder. PSN Darth Dash Cruncher. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty funny. I, I thought I read this and I thought of a couple instances where uh, journalists have flat out 
admitted that they're biased towards the 360. Um, I remember a one-up, a one-up podcast when Shane Bettenhausen was still on and everything, and and he called out a couple guys like Garnett Lee because early on, apparently, uh, Microsoft basically gave a bunch of journalists 360s in live free for like three, four years, and he flat out said, "Yeah, a lot of journalists." went that way because it didn't cost them anything and they just got so used to playing on the 360, et cetera. Now this isn't me talking, this is Bettenhausen back in the day and he was saying all that. And then recently on like episode 138 or 139 of the Joystick podcast, uh, Chris Grant kind of said the same thing that, yeah, a lot of U.S. journalists are pretty much are all 360 players and that's just the way it is because it's, you know... He didn't really give all the details like Shane Bettenhausen did, but he was kind of alluding to the same fact. Um, I'm well, not... everybody at E3 got a... Everybody yeah. at the Microsoft press conference got a slim... Oh, wow. Well, really, yeah. no no applause the whole time, huh? Oh, by the way, uh, we're going to play Oprah in there. You get a 3360! Yeah. Um, Look under your chairs! <laughs> no, I'm not... And, and again, see, I'm going to get blasted for this now, but... Again, that's not me saying this. I'm giving you two examples of journalists or people that are considered journalists have said this. And, yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious in the, in this country that there's a lot of leaning towards the PS3 with, with a lot of the publications out there, et cetera, et cetera. You but, mean 360. Or 360, yeah. yeah. But whatever. Well, it's, it's, but, I like what I like. But actually, you like what you like. Yeah, I've seen... Uh, the weird thing was when the PS3 was coming around to launch, there was such oh hatred and vitriol hatred towards it. There was absolute dis- everybody despised it in yeah. the media here and on the web. It, the funny thing is, like that's around when I start when I was on N4G because I was looking for more information on the PS3. I wanted it, and I was noticing that everybody was bashing it left and right. Yeah. And that's kind of around the time I found PS Nation, too, because I was looking for somebody who wasn't bashing it, who was just <laughs> giving, like, straight-up information. <laughs> um, but Well, that's the marvelous thing with the Internet. You, you can seriously find shows that aren't bashing it, or that, you know, if yeah. you want bias one direction or another, choose your media appropriately. Yeah, it's weird, though, because, like, N4G, you know, they, they're an aggregate news service, and they get information from all over the place but at the time you know 2006 2007 ps3 bashing that was it it was in vogue everybody was doing it on every last thing that sony did and every game that came out and everything now if you go to m4g all you see is people complaining about how sony fanboys rule the site and it's sony love everywhere and microsoft doesn't get a shot at anything because everything microsoft gets bashed to hell and Neil it's gets weird. The same way though, too. Yeah, it's, it's really weird the turnaround yeah. that has gone on. I mean, but, and it's but, you know it, that's it in community. All that hatred because the PS2 was such a beloved system. Yeah, and even when the Xbox was around, I mean, look how Microsoft even treated the Xbox. As soon as the 360 came out, that was a reboot for them, and they threw the Xbox completely away. They shut it down. They turned yeah. off the big circuit breaker, and that was it. It was 360 or nothing. I just I, I didn't understand yeah. it. And the, it's funny because the media is starting to swing back towards Sony a, a bit, a, at least in the U.S. And in the forums, at least, Sony is getting a lot of love, more than they have in the past couple of years. 
and a lot of people are swinging back that way. Um, but yeah, there's, there is still a bit of a media bias towards the 360. It seems that way, at least in the U S I mean, it's hard to it, tell. It, it literally depends what you read or what you listen to or what yeah. website you go to. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's bias both directions, depending on where you're looking. Yeah, go to, there's even web, there's yeah. websites that favor the there Nintendo is. over both of those. So, <laughs> Well, that's the other funny thing is that (laughs) like, if you look on M4G, it's like the Wii doesn't exist. And it's always about how this one's in first place. This one's in first place. This, but they ignore that the Wii is beating the shit out of both of them. (laughs) Everybody falling off a lot though. It has fallen off, but still overall console sales, it is dominating this generation and people just ignore it. They yeah. like when the fanboys get going and they get into the forums and they're yelling at each other. It's all about how the Xbox is number one or the PS3 is number one. They're completely, well, but do you know completely why? ignoring I the way. There, there's obviously a reason why, and that is, and it's partly Nintendo because Nintendo made the Wii not for gamers, especially. They made it for you know the whole family type thing. They made it for the soccer yeah. moms. They made it for yeah. get your grandparents up to bowl, and it became more of a general home entertainment device than it did a video game console. And I think that that transition that it's made has taken it out of the mind of a lot of gamers. And they, you know, they yeah. still try to throw them a bone every now and then with games like Metroid Other M or whatever else, but it, it's, it's really, I mean, you see time and time again where the Wii sells like crazy, but the software barely sells. The, the attach rate on the Wii is the worst out of the three, I think. It used to be. I'm not sure, but it's funny to, it's just funny to watch in the forums how, you know, people go back and forth about how the 360 is number one or the PS3 is number one and they're completely just ignoring the Wii. (laughs) They, They just tend to forget that the Wii even exists. They just don't even bother. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, technically the Wii's number one because it kicked the shit out of everybody as far as sales. Oh, yeah. You know, then there's people there's people like us who are hobbyists and are fanatical and like to talk about it and to us it's dead, but the, the reality is it's the opposite of dead. <laughs> so it's, it's it's fun to talk about it, but let's be honest, it's just talk. Yeah. Sure. You know, it so is. That, yeah. Sure. Uh next one I guess I'll read because it's short. <laughs> uh this is from uh, Alex Cooper. And he says, Hey Glenn, Josh Joel, Alex here from Jolly Old England. Pip pip. Love the show, guys. Keep me smiling at work and never fails to make me laugh. Anyway, my question is this. If you could be any video game character in any game world, who would you be and where? It's a little bit different, the whole where thing. Huh. Never thought of that. Duke Nukem, maybe? Because he gets all the chicks. But where? <laughs> dead silence. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I have no... I don't... Um. I hate these questions. <laughs> All right, really I got an it. answer. I never, yeah, I can never think of it. I got it. This is easy for me. Well, oh at least the who. I don't know about the where. I got to figure out the where. I would be Nariko from Heavenly Sword. In front of a mirror in a closet. <laughs> Pretty much, because she's fucking hot. Dude. <laughs> I could sit there with that pause screen on my screen all day long where she just, it's a full on shot of her face and she's just kind of looking around. She is smoking hot. Um, so how about I'll be Noriko in 
Playboy, the mansion, the game, Ooh. whatever that game is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. Ah, sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I never think like I want to be this video yeah. game character, and I'm just trying to maybe like. Does Samus have a boyfriend in Other M? Because <laughs> no, but she's got daddy issues apparently. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was hilarious. Um, one of the guys from Firehose Games, uh, which we're probably gonna have them on the show pretty soon. Uh, they're doing uh, this game called Slam Bolts Gram uh, Slam Bolts Scrappers. And um, we were talking about stuff, and Metroid Other M came up, and he goes, what the fuck? Why are they putting a story in this? She talks. What? No, we don't want her to talk. <laughs> and he just went on this big tirade for like two minutes. We're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, did you yeah, see the the nightmare that came up? I think it was, uh, it was a woman that reviewed it, and I think it was for G4 or somebody like that. Mm. And she said, you know what? It's... It's a decent game and all, but the story is horrendous. They've taken this badass loner bounty hunter who could take on the entire galaxy, and suddenly she's a sniveling, whiny little girl who needs a father figure to tell her how to do everything and to guide her and all this stuff. It's like, what happened to this badass independent chick? Well, but this is a prequel. This is, isn't she, this the beginning, kind of? Or this is between... I don't, this is I don't between know where Metroid and Super Metroid, or is it su- between Super Metroid and the next one? I, it's not. I don't know where like it falls. At the end but of the storyline, yeah. She got slammed up and down. There were it. It kicked off such a controversy up and down the internet. It was insane. Wow. Now I got to look that up when we're done. You really do. It's it's crazy the number of comments that were flying around, and a lot of people were just personally attacking her. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not big into the Metroid series or anything like that, but if that's what the game is, you know, based on what I know of the other ones, then that's a real left turn in the whole mythology of who she is and what she is, and that's just ridiculous. It shouldn't be like that. I think she was right in what I read. I want to play it. I haven't played it yet. I've heard it's really good, except for when you have... My buddy Mike was telling me that... Because you play the whole thing with the Wiimote, and you hold it sideways to play the regular stuff, but when you want to go to first-person mode, you have to flip it around so that the front of the Wiimote is pointing at the screen so that you can do the first-person stuff. And he says he's got a real problem uh, every now and then where it just doesn't go to first-person mode like it's supposed to, and he has to do it like two or three times, and then it finally clicks in. He said that was probably the biggest problem with it. Yeah, I've heard there's it's iffy in places. Like, level design is a bit shoddy in some places the controls are a bit weak in some places it's from what i've heard i've heard a lot of mixed reviews i i have it actually from gamefly i just haven't even tried it yet i just got it last week um but i figured i'd at least try it out and see what it's all about because you know because of the big kerfuffle (laughs) (laughs) wow i haven't heard that word in a while Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 oh that Abby Heppy did the review. Yeah. Uh, Should boy. we? Uh, did you guys wrap that one up? Should we move on to the next? Yeah, one? Yeah, we can move on to the next one. Number three. Unless you have a character, Joel. Yeah, you never came. Nope. Up one. Damn, what character you would like to be and where? <laughs> I want to be Joel, yo. It's it's going really well so far. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Joel on a stick had all the chicks on him at E three and at PAX. That's true. He's doing just fine. <laughs> Damn it. 
Uh, email three. Hey, guys. I just wanted to say that you have a great show. Oh, thank you. Aw. I am a painter, and during my long days, I love listening to the podcast. You guys are a great team. Really helped me deal with the paint fumes. No, it's the paint fumes <laughs> helping him listen to it. Yeah, that's why he likes us, because it's probably what it is. Fucking yeah. high. <laughs> Wait till you sober up and listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> a quick question for you. What was the first game you guys ever played? Mine was Rebel Assault for the PC. Well, a great starting point. Wow. Great show, and thanks for the great podcast. Scott. First game I ever played? I know mine. Uh, go for it, because I got to... <laughs> mine was Pong on a standalone Pong system at my friend's house down the street. <laughs> yeah, same here. Mine was Pong at my Uncle Lee's house. Because, geez, that thing... My Uncle Lee had some money, and that thing cost a lot when that first came out. Oh, yeah. And I remember how excited we were to, just to see that and, like, what the heck is this? You know, just yep, have had a video had game like, in your house. Yep, you know, and something like that five simple. variations was, of Pong. <laughs> the gameplay was just, I mean, nowadays you look at it, it's, you know, it's stupid. But at the time, it's like, wow, you can move something well, and I mean, something on the screen moves with it? Yeah. Wow. That was challenging as hell, though. That, you, we had a Radio Shack one later on that... Um, was it looked like a big phone basically, and it had, and you had a little paddle on the side that kind of connected on, and you could take it off, and it had a big wire, and it had different revisions of the game. So you had like kind of like the first Odyssey, where it was all Pong related kind of, but it even came with a light yeah. gun, and you could shoot the light gun at it, or you could move the stuff around. But God, the first game I played, it's wow, it's one of two things. It's either a real Pong arcade machine. Because there was one down by where my dad lived, or it's when he bought that Fairchild Channel F console. But I think, I think it was before that because I remember playing games before we had that console. So and that came out in seventy six, I think seventy seven. I it might have been that Pong arcade machine. I'm not. God, I don't remember anymore. It's been so long. Right, I'm assuming he meant video game because he just says first game you guys ever played. Otherwise, it's probably Candyland. Candy Operation? <laughs> shoots and or ladders. Or shoots and yeah. ladders. Yeah, that's where I was going. What was the cherry one? The cherry, like cherry picker or whatever? I remember that one. Or apples, maybe. Ants know. in your pants. Not ants in your pants. Remember that one? Trouble? Ants in your pants was freaking awesome. Trouble? I hey. used to have a trouble oh. and... Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. Remember, yeah. remember the Jaws game? Fuck yeah. Did, did you guys ever have what? that? There was like yeah. the shark with the rubber band mouth and you, and you had to fish the, the junk out of its mouth. Freaking awesome. I had a Pac-Man board game where you yeah. had the little Pac-Man dude picking up the marbles as I he went around too. the board. I might still have that somewhere. Uh, yeah, so yeah. We were back in the day. We were, we were old enough that like uh, we played board games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I remember Operation used to scare the living shit out of me when I was really, really young. Because it would just, you know, you hit the side. It would literally just scare the shit. I thought I was going to get electrocuted. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. All right. Uh, Number three. Number four. Uh, Oh, number four. Wait. Number four. Uh, Sure. Yes. Uh, Hello, You met met this guy, too. This is the one that got us the Sailor Jerry. His his mom got it. it Oh, dude. All right. Sweet. Uh, Oh, cool. I didn't even realize that when I picked this out. Um, uh, but I picked it out because I was like, I can answer that. 
<laughs> Although, seriously, man, we were slammed with emails this week. There were so many freaking emails. I had such a hard yeah. time just narrowing it down. But, all right. Hello, Glenn, Joel, and Josh. I have a question about core. I've just received an email to renew my subscription. I want to know if my PlayStation Plus membership gets me back into core. Yes, it does. Yes, I've got the year and it just core just is automatically there every month. You don't have to do it separately. So also I've signed Kevin Butler poster from the PlayStation blog meetup that I'd like to donate for extra life. Nice. I still need one of those. <laughs> yeah, we never got one. <laughs> I got well, to bug Jeff it. about it. Nah, I got to bug Jeff about it. I keep because I never pick one up at the events because I don't want to take away from the people that are there, you know, for the event and everything. So I Jeff's like, "Well, just email me and we'll get one for you." And I keep forgetting to do it. <laughs> yeah, I want one for my little man cave. Dude. You'll get nothing like it. Uh, but who signed this though? Because Kevin Butler wasn't there, and maybe it was Jeff. Oh, did they sign them ahead of time? Yeah, they had them all signed ahead of time. So they had all the uh, all the writers sign Kevin Butler's name? Probably. No, what? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, no, Kevin Butler's real. Yeah, he's totally real. Actually, did you see last week Sony had to come out and explain that Kevin yeah. Butler is not real because yeah. they get all these requests for interviews with him constantly? Well, to their credit and to his credit, most specifically, wow. The fact that he's actually convinced people that he really is that guy is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He's good at what he does. They're, I mean, they're doing a great job, too, because the whole thing where now he's moving into this house for 30 days and the whole thing about at the very end where, he, where he's like, hey, we never agreed to that. Well, too late. I already tweeted it. He literally yeah. tweeted that on the account like an hour before that commercial aired. I, I was, oh, that's I was cool. blown away by that. I was like, holy shit, because they, they – they put it on the blog or somewhere that, oh, the new commercial is going to be up in like an hour on this station or whatever. And and all of a sudden this tweet came through and we're all like, what the fuck does this tweet mean? And then the commercial played and at the very end, oh, already tweeted it. It, it was really cool how they did that. So, And he's yeah. continuously tweeting. If anybody follows his Twitter yeah, account, he's tweeting Twitter from guy. their house. And the, the, the comedy, the, the tweets are almost as funny as the commercial. Yeah, that, that Twitter account's awesome. That's so worth uh, following. It's at Kevin Butler. It's uh, it's one of the better ones out there. Yeah, I'm really happy that Sony is, has gotten back. But actually, oh, if you look back that. on it, their their advertising is the same every generation. It's it's the serious stuff first. It's just sort of the intriguing, like let's get people. What is this weird thing? And let's get them interested. And then eventually it gets to the goofy stuff a couple years down the line, and the fun, fun advertising. Yeah, yeah. And that's where they are now, and that's the best part, when they get into the fun advertising where they're just ripping on everybody and having fun with it, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, I like, the mud, I like the mudslinging especially. You know, Those when they start ripping good. on each other, yeah, that gets humorous. You know, you talked about, I don't know if this was on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, Josh, when you talked about Crash Bandicoot yeah. and oh, that yeah. commercial. And the, yeah. that type of mud, that, that, that mudslinging awesome. that they have between companies is great. Dude, the problem is you they, try to do that to they, Microsoft, they throw you off the grounds and shoot you probably. Yeah. But that was so it. awesome. They had him standing outside Nintendo headquarters yeah. with a megaphone. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Come on uh, out, plumber boy. <laughs> when I stayed in Seattle at the, at Chris's house from PSNstores.com, uh, we drove by a Nintendo headquarters and Microsoft headquarters every day. So that same building oh, he man. was megaphoning to, the, we drove right by it. It was pretty funny. 
<laughs> I wanted to get I was, I was like, oh, we should go get a megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end this. This is long again. Uh, so next week, actually, we, got, we, we know what we're going to be doing in two weeks even. So next week, we've got some fun stuff, and uh, you guys aren't even going to know about this by the time we're done with it, but we will have a, uh, an interview with Mr. Ben Jones from Zipper Interactive to talk about the, uh, the, the new mag, quote-unquote, 2.0 that's coming out, which the beta is kind of showing off now with all the new skills trees and everything else. So we're going to get Ben onto the show next week to talk about all these changes that are going to happen to mag and, and find out what's going on. Uh, also, next week, for you people that don't think we cover RPGs enough, strap in. Uh, Mark is coming back next week, and uh, strap in. Yeah, well, when you talk about Mark, you got to really got to talk about straps a lot. Uh, it sounds like we're gonna have an RPG four pack. We're gonna have three reviews for sure. He's gonna work on a fourth and maybe even do it. So the ones I remember is uh, from NIS America. It's called uh, Cladoon or Claydon, and then also surprisingly enough, uh, Nabashin, you might be interested in this. Mark is gonna review. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. I know. I'm shocked, too. He Apparently, he really enjoys this game. So uh, there's uh, one or two other ones he's working on also, and he's just going to try to bang them all out. Yeah, that's what I said. He's going to try to bang all those out right away on the show next week. So, like I said, RPG goodness coming next week. But uh, we're not going to leave everybody else out. Uh, I think Josh is probably going to talk some NHL 11 next week. We're going to have the mag stuff. So I think a lot of stuff for everybody next week. In two weeks from now, and we do have a thread up on VG Evo, and also, you can send us an email to podcast at psnation.org if you have any questions for Medal of Honor from EA. So we're going to have somebody on to talk about that a couple days before the game comes out. So uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up. Also, we might be talking to the developers of a new game called uh, Lucha Libre Triple X. It's a uh, Lucha Libre wrestling game coming out, so we're going to try to set that up as well. They're, they're a lot of fun. And uh, we got a lot, of more, a lot of more stuff coming out very soon. And also, don't forget Extra Life. Hit psnation.org, hit that Extra Life button on the side, check out all the kick-ass prizes that you can get with uh, the raffle tickets, and uh, donate, and donate, and donate for Children's Miracle Network. October 16th, keep that open, because you're going to be, uh, <laughs> you're going to be keeping us awake by playing some games with us online, so, anything else, boys? That ought to do it. All right. Joel, you kept your voice all the way through. You know, I actually feel like the, uh, the surgery's kicking in. Well, sounding better. Sounds like uh, you went against doctor's orders, and uh, sounds like you were right. So, all right. <laughs> well, uh, thanks so much for sticking with us again this week, and uh, hopefully, we're not talking move too much. But I think uh, we we talked about a lot of stuff that we needed to, and uh, next week should be fun. So get out there, play some games. We'll talk to you next week, yo. Don't fucking shoot me from that balcony. Abe Lincoln's seat right there. Too soon? So. I'm single, which is great. I like being single. Yeah! Girls like tall guys, which is frustrating. Yeah, you never hear a girl like, I met this guy, he's so hot, he's so short. You can barely see him. He sleeps in my purse. He pours shots in my purse. Everyone thinks I'm gay, which is understandable. Yeah, of course. 
I played a gay roller skating prostitute on TV. <laughs> But another reason now people think I'm gay is because on my MySpace profile, under sexual orientation, I put not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not because I'm not sure. I just love that that was an option for sexual orientation. That's an option, not sure. They have straight, gay, bisexual, no fucking idea, dude. No idea. Like, who is that for? You have no idea. <laughs> like, not even close. Like, I, not, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who is that for? Are there people out there like, dude, I just jerked off looking at my stove. <laughs> what does that mean? Dude, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm going to put not sure. That is a mystery right there. Whatever's, whatever that wants. Do not know. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> and this happened to me This is a true story I'll tell a couple true stories here tonight All of them 100% true This happened to me I think it was in the fall And uh, I play a lot of online video games I don't know if anybody else plays like Xbox Live or anything Yeah, girlfriends love those by the way I love girlfriend fights when you're playing Xbox And you can always hear the guy What's that? I'm gonna play one more game yeah, just, just go to bed. Yeah, you can go to bed. I don't have to be there. Yeah, no, we're, we're winning right now. We've won like... Is that a real gun? Okay, put that down. Put that down. Put that down. That's not funny. But like you get into it. I mean, you go on these battles and shit. And I get like way too into it. Where it's like, <laughs> this is not healthy. Where I'm like, I throw stuff and just shout in my little headset. You get a little... You get this little headset. And you can play online, so you can play with people all over the world, which is cool, but it's, like, frustrating because you'll just get the shit kicked out of you by, like, some nine-year-old kid in Germany. You know, it's like, you lose. I'm like, really? Really, you fucking Nazi? I will get out. Just freak out. But so I do. Like, I break stuff. I get so into it. So I live in an upstairs apartment in, like, a duplex. Nobody lives beneath me, so it was empty for the longest time. So I would play video games, no joke, from like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night till like 6 in the morning. I'd play all night. So no, nobody lived beneath me, so it was cool. So one day this girl moves in. Christina is her name. Cute girl, small, like mousy, little mousy chick, but very sweet. So she moves in. I just keep doing what I'm doing, playing video games, breaking stuff, drunk, meet my friends, yelling. So one day I go to my mailbox to get my mail, and I see her, and she sees me here. I walk out and she's like, Damn. and I'm like, what's going on, Christina? How are you? And she's like, fine. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she goes, what is going on up there? And I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, all the yelling and the breaking things, just all night screaming. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, me and my friends play online video games. And she goes, what? And I'm like, yeah, we play like Halo and stuff. And she's like, oh, thank God. And I'm like, why? Swear to God. She goes, oh, thank God. 
I thought you guys were shooting hardcore gay porno. True story. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she goes, I don't know. She's like, you come home drunk at like 10 o'clock at night. You and your friends will go upstairs. And then 10 minutes later, I'd hear, suck my fucking dick, bitch. Yeah, suck my dick. Suck it, motherfucker. Yeah, suck it. Yeah, take that, bitch. Take that. Suck it. It's like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. That made me laugh. But then it also made me realize that I could now shoot hardcore gay porno at my house if I wanted to. Just to like mess with her, like me and my friends walk out outside naked with boners. What are you doing? We're playing video games. What's your problem? You're being a bad neighbor. It gets hot, it's exciting. Where's Kelly? We still have 